0: Welcome to the Intercut Podcast, the weekly show going over the TV, movies, and entertainment that people can't cut away from. I'm your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, he's got A24 all access, it's Arturo hey. Zurita.
1: You know, I wish I had, I, I kind of have it sprinkled all in, a little Easter egg. Oh, look at that, some A24 stuff right oh, there. Mm. Uh, pretty much I have all the A24 little little bits in here sprinkled out got a little past lives over there you know when when you sell such good merch you it's like Nike you end up becoming the walking advertiser for oh look at this uh, another one right there yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of a24 stuff so I got a uh, 24 pack of posters down here
0: uh yeah I'm surrounded by a24 stuff because that merch is like a, an un Uncompared to other studios, they they know how to market those movies. and it It's A24 than Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's made A24 aficionados out of all of us, so we uh, wanted to invite on someone who's seen just as many A24 movies as we have. It's Amanda the Jedi. Thanks hey. for returning for another bracket, Amanda. What does A24 mean to you?
2: Oh, man. Um prestige, maybe a little obnoxious, <laughs> just premier film, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, I know some people that it's like, it doesn't matter if it's a good movie. If it's A24, they're going to like it. And at some point, there's got to be, you got to be able to know when something's not good. But <laughs> for the most part, all of their stuff is really good. They have quality across the board. They have something... For everyone and as we will see going into this they are starting to branch outside some of their normal uh, fanfare or kind of what they've been kind of boxing themselves into over the past handful of years they're starting to break out in some of those genre film categories so Mm -hmm. yeah it's good it's interesting to see the progression.
0: Yeah, the definition of what an A24 film is certainly has kind of evolved since uh, the studio first burst onto the scene in the early uh, 2010s. Uh, you know, movies like Spring Breakers and the, the Bling Ring, which really got this reputation for being subversive, kind of like anti authoritary, uh, yeah. punkish uh, art films that you know relied a lot on these these interesting star castings in unexpected ways they still do a lot of stuff like that but they also are a big oscar contender perennially you know they were the biggest oscar winner in the most recent awards and they uh, are now also a name in tv and in straight to streaming stuff with their deals with uh, apple as well so yeah it's not as easy to pin down a24 as it once was um, Art, how, how, have you, how have you felt about watching their evolution? Because they used to be the, the plucky underdog, and now they feel like one of the dominant forces in movie distribution.
1: Um, knowing the history of 24, and knowing like they were guys who had worked with other studios in the past, how the, I think the one thing that's really helped them has been their financing. Because they were finance bros, they were finance bros who knew to give filmmakers kind of like the Blumhouse treatment. But also knowing to pick the right filmmakers, because I think the one thing with Blumhouse is that you can get an Oscar award-winning get out, Whiplash. Mm -hmm. But then you'll get a lot of stuff in between, and he didn't mind as long as it was making money. A24, I've always felt, is like the, like if you're comparing it to music, they're the alternative. Doesn't mean that it's not going to branch into, you know, things that are not in the mainstream, um, but it's almost been like a... uh, a way for filmmakers to be able to get their visions out that may have not been picked up and uh, been picked up by other studios. And um, not to get all nerdy, but like it's almost like the way the, in the 70s they talked about United Artists and how that was a studio that just, like Netflix today was throwing money at any filmmaker who wanted to make whatever crazy idea. And I think A24 has been able to kind of build this repertoire of starting filmmakers' careers, enhancing filmmakers' careers, Uh, and has really established themselves obviously with this bracket that we're doing because they just won the big one which is the best picture
0: yeah absolutely you know and we are talking about like our favorite a24 movies the movies that we've deemed the the best but they do put out a lot of movies and you know there are those films that slip through the cracks that that don't end up on brackets like these but you know there are there there are movies like lamb out there and there are movies uh like uh what what's uh god's creatures that we didn't put on the list so this isn't every mm-hmm. single A24 movie but we've ran it by our patrons we've ran it by the three of us these are the 64 A24 films that we think are at least worthy of being in that conversation for the best A24 movie. Uh, before we fully launch into the bracket, do want to do a quick shout to some of the honorable mentions that came close but did not ultimately make our list. Uh, there are movies like uh, A Glimpse Inside the Mind of Char- Charlie Swan, Charles Swan III, yes. Ginger and Rosa, of Revenge of the Green Dragons, The Rover, Life After Beth, Tusk, uh, the Captive, Slow West, Barely Lethal, Mississippi Grind, Mojave or Adderall Diaries, Sea of Trees, uh, De Palma, Equals, Morris from America, Obvious Child, Kreisha, uh, uh When You Finish Saving the World. Uh, I, mean, I don't think we put Causeway in there, there, right? I don't think we put When You Finish Saving the World in there, yeah. Wow, I thought uh, you were going to we sneak it the... in there. Nah. We Unfortunately.
2: Tusk? No, I'm joking, that's fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, for some people, for hey, some people, I almost fought for it, Amanda. That that's dynamic.
2: fair. I for, I didn't know it was an A twenty four movie until he just said that out loud, and I was like, "What?" <laughs>
0: uh, and I but like,
2: covered that <laughs> yeah. recently. Uh,
0: but there's stuff like Slice and stuff like Hole in the Ground and High Life and Low Tide and In Fabric and On the Rocks and uh, I don't think we put Saint Maud on there. You know, that's there's. Fine. Lots wow. of movies that people love from A24 that ultimately did not make our cut. Um, I kind of feel confident in the movies we chose, though, because they've released a lot of great films. We, we have a pretty big bracket, 64 movies in total from A24. And as always, we break them down by the earliest to be released through the most recent to be released, which is going to lead to some very tough decisions pretty soon. Uh, mm mm-hmm
2: i did make zach change the bracket because one was just going to be it was like you can't do that you can't do that to two movies that are like going to be some of the best of the year so we have to we have to stack it against (laughs) we have to fix it
0: yeah we we had to do a little bit of manipulation down in 2023 uh but that is a problem Uh, let me know what it is future (laughs) you'll know what it is (laughs) We're going to start it out with Spring Breakers versus The Bling Ring. Uh, in my mind, these are two of the movies that really put A24 on the map, gave gave it a kind of name and, and an attitude that felt like unique to them, that give yeah. them an identity, right? Um, and I think both of these movies are not necessarily remembered the most fondly. They have their defenders, but there's a lot of people who uh, had don't like the stories, don't like how they were depicted, f- found the filmmaking in some of them to be uh, frustrating. I think there's a lot to really appreciate about both of these films. I'm personally somebody who thinks Spring Breakers is like like subtly a pretty brilliant movie, uh, even though it appears kind of trashy on its surface. I think there's like a lot deeper <laughs> ideas going on there. But yeah, more, maybe more than a little, more than kind of trashy. So- um, I'll go with Spring Breakers. I don't know how either of you feel about these movies. Amanda, you want to start us off? Do you have a preference between Spring Breakers and The Bling Ring?
2: Um, I did rewatch both of them today. Nice. Um, Ooh. I think Spring Breakers is trashy as fuck, but I do think it's probably trying to do a little bit more than Bling Ring. Uh, I think Bling Ring gets a bad rap, but uh, I guess I'll give it to Spring Breakers, even though... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I need to sit and really, really pay attention to it again, but yeah.
0: It's about the different identities of the same person. Arturo, uh, do, you, do you like the Emma Watson performance in Bling Ring? Uh, no. <laughs> but there are some shots in the Bling
1: Ring that I like. I like that exterior yeah. house shot. I think yeah, that's one really that good. stuck with me to this day. But I think both of these movies uh, helped Day 24 because it was like, again, taking the Harry Potter star, taking the yeah. Disney stars, mm-hmm. and like being belligerent with them and yeah. it got people's attention. It's like a tantrum that the studio threw in order to be able to get on the map and I think it worked
0: but it's going to have to be a sweep for spring break. Spring, break. Break. It's spring also, break. It's also an A24 strategy of working with distinctive filmmakers and kind of empowering mm. them. Harmony Corinne and Sofia Coppola are like good yep. people to attach yourself to if you have a, a young film company. Yeah. Oh, right, baby. Look, Let's move forward to The Spectacular Now versus Enemy. Another one of pretty solid filmmakers, James Ponsell with The Spectacular Now. But this is uh, early Denis Villeneuve. or mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, so it's... That was right. Thank you. I, I always <laughs> for, feel like I'm doing that one wrong. Um, Art, I know Denny's your guy. Is Enemy the winner of this matchup? Yes. No love for Spectacular Now? Oh, I love Spectacular Now. I love Enemy, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I do, I do. Uh, Amanda, do you like the Spectacular Now more than you like Enemy?
2: Um, I hated Spectacular Now the first time I saw it. And I recently rewatched it and did like it quite a bit, but it's definitely still going to Enemy. Spectacular Now, man, I just have like this weird thing of people, I had the same issue with like fucking Adventureland when I first saw it. And I have mm. i don't know, I've changed, but like just teenagers drinking unabashedly and like driving and then like nothing really happening. Like something does happen in Spectacular now, but like not mm-hmm. really, like not really. And I'm like, this is not a good thing to put out there. Like you're trying to tell me that this kid is fucked up. You've got to do something with that if you're going to tell me that this kid is fucked up. Like, yeah, but I I do, I do like it. I do like it quite a bit seeing it again, but, he- but I think Enemy still takes yeah. it.
0: He is fucked up, and that's why I'm gonna go with the Spectacular. now it's, I think it's I, I think it's still like maybe Miles Teller's like best performance, and I know it's Whiplash fantastic. is out there. Out I think there, he's yeah. really, really yeah. No, good in the Spectacular really now. Yeah, um, I it a lot. but it's yeah. Danny, bro. He <laughs> yeah. just doesn't like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, actually, I I have a weird story about uh, Enemy that the first time I watched it, I was in a hotel that had this really bad, terrible, contrasty TV. So the spider comes out at the end, but I didn't see it because the screen was just kind of black in that area. So I just was like, I had no idea what the ending of that movie was about. Wow. Um, He had his
1: eyes closed for (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spider-Verse.
0: Under the Skin uh... versus Locke. Uh, the Jonathan Glazer film versus Tom Hardy in a car by himself the movie uh, a really interesting uh, really distinctive film and, and one of the again early early bits of evidence that A24 was backing uh, unconventional visions from the filmmakers that they empowered so Art are you going with Under the Skin here or Locke?
1: Under the Skin it's not even a movie that I'm infatuated with but I respect the director I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of interesting things. I see this being a movie that grows uh, on me more and more with every rewatch that I've had with it. I think the performance is great. Locke is a movie that I don't think is bad. But they got the man on discount. My man was sick, and he owed a favor, and that's exactly how I feel about (laughs) the movie Locke. And I love quote-unquote bottled films, but
0: I I don't know. Yeah, Locke is pretty cool, but I just feel like it's, like, an interesting idea more than it is, like, a great movie, and, you know, there's things about Under the Skin that I don't know if I fully have wrapped my head around, but there's so much about it that is kind of, like, haunting and burned into my brain. Mm -hmm. Some of the visuals, Mika Levy's score in particular is just, like, one of the great recent film scores, it might be one Um, of the best scores in this bracket to be honest with you yeah and uh, this is a bracket full of good film scores so maybe we'll have to decide that next Um, so I think we can go with under the skin in this round yeah Yeah. not a fan of Uh, Amanda haven't seen it uh yeah and this is even better this is actually the only matchup we have where amanda hasn't seen either of these so it's down to you and uh, you and i to decide between a most violent year and while we're young and i kind of think i know where you're going arturo because I know you're not a big fan while we're young
1: no i don't hate it but dude that pairing between them and a most violent year is great now be serious zach i know you like ben stiller
0: I I like try to defend while you're we're young. I think it is a very charming movie with like very charming performances from the movie stars in it. I kind of love a most violent year. I think that's a really underrated Thank movie. Uh, Oscar Isaac yes. and Jessica Chastain both are so good in it, and just the the like moodiness of it, the the way it's shot. Also, I think this is another Bradford Young shot film, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing film um i think really underrated so i'll give that my vote to most violent year in that matchup
1: have that one i on uh, watch this amanda it's pretty good
3: i will i
0: will all right next up is ex machina versus the end of the tour i think the end of the tour is another one of the kind of underrated films in the a24 overall i haven't been super motivated to revisit it but i remember feeling really? when i first watched it it's like uh, it's like the perfect kind of like sleepover conversation, the kind of like late night existential conversations you'd get into with good friends. It just fill full of great things like that. But people really love ex machina. We were just talking to Elliot from movie files for other recordings. And he was saying he that, that, it. that ex Machina might be his favorite a 24 movie. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I might go ex machina here. Um, Amanda, do you feel similarly?
2: Uh, I missed End of Tour. It's the one I wanted to catch oh, up okay. with today but didn't get a chance to because it seems like I love it because I love both those lead actors but mm-hmm. uh, Ex Machina would probably still be hard to beat. I think that's a, a really fantastic movie. I think that's Garland really firing on all cylinders so yes, for right. sure.
0: Archero, how fact, about you?
1: I rem- Ex Machina, I remember <laughs> uh, your review for End of the Tour. Like That's how long we've known each other.
0: Damn. That's wild.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't even know it about... existed.
2: I'd oh, never heard of that movie.
0: Sorry. Our friendship, no, no, no. Our friendship is about as long as A twenty four has been. A twenty four record.
3: crazy. Yeah.
0: Damn, I feel very old now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on to Room, the first A twenty four film to win an Oscar for that Brie Larson Bam. performance, versus The Witch, which is the debut of Robert Eggers, who's evolved into one of our more interesting uh, filmmakers. Uh, Amanda, which one of these films are you going with?
2: It's hard for me, oddly enough. Yeah, it actually is. Um, You know what? I am gonna give some much deserved love to Brie Larson. Let's go. Everybody everybody on her tail, I love Brie, let's go. We'll give it to Brie.
0: Nice. One for Lenny Abrahamson. I feel Uh. like I, I think I got that right. Maybe yeah. I'm, <laughs> Art, I'm how about you? To be
1: right now. <laughs> Yo, like I, I really messed with room when it came out. I thought, I thought it was an astounding performance by Brie mm-hmm. Larson. I mean, it introduces to the boy, mm-hmm. um, it was named Luca Tremblay, himself. The thing, the thing is, The Witch is a really good movie. Like mm-hmm. it showed right off the right off the gate how good. We um, had it.
2: That he was gonna be here Anya. for for
1: this long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Anya's performance in there, uh, Innocent's performance in there is one that I always go back to as well. Uh, as the mm. father figure, there's a. Uh, this is actually pretty difficult for me because uh, a couple of years ago, in the year that these two came out, I would have said the room easily. That just shows you how much the Vivitch has grown on me. Mm.
2: I also call it the Vivich. Let's go. <laughs> you
1: have to. Um, I should have spelled People it that so way. So really People get so mad. People are
2: like. It's the witch, and I'm like, I'm fucking aware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Grow
0: up, come on now. Grow up. Uh, look, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna go with Room as well, unless yes. you can convince me
0: otherwise. But, oh, you know, I I don't really, I I feel kind of conflicted as you do. I, I think they're both uh, strong movies in in different ways. Um, I think that Brie Larson performance is like really really great, and I just uh, not to not to. Be negative after you were positive about her, Amanda. I just sure. wish she would give us this mode a no, little that's bit more fair. often. Yeah, uh, that's fair. she's
2: been going like straight up, like, give me them franchises. Let's go. Exactly.
0: Uh, she's yeah. definitely capable of a lot more. And mm-hmm. uh, this movie is evidence of that. Um, I, I think The Witch is a really distinctive movie and beautiful in a lot of ways. I also just feel like I enjoy the movies that he's gone on to make since then a bit more. That's, this one. That's fair.
1: Wait, really? This is my favorite of his. Really? More of than yeah, that. That's one, of the, that's one of the reasons why I feel like, how am I going to knock out his best movie? Uh, Amanda, I know you're rewatching all the Fast movies. Yeah. Have I know, you I've, seen her performance in Fast time, X? For the
2: first time.
1: Oh. Have you seen so, her yes, in Fast X I did. I love yeah. it. got there her. already? I
2: started with Fast Ten and then went oh, back okay. and watched them all. <laughs> I thought she okay. was great. The fucking <laughs> shotguns, like shots, like...
1: How we went from her in room to that.
3: I, know, I don't
1: even know. But I'm so down for it. Damn, they make a lot of good movies. This one, this matchup's crazy too.
0: Yeah, our next matchup is Green Room versus The Lobster, Jeremy Saulnier versus Yorgos. Was this the English language debut of Yorgos Long post? I think it was, right? Could be. I'm yeah, cuz
1: Dogtooth was still foreign language and or I should say international.
0: Uh, Art, where are you going between these two movies?
1: Dogtooth Tooth is my favorite of his, so I feel a little less bad. But I know that The Lobster was like the thing that put a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, on his radar or him on their radar. But I'm a big Green Room defender, bro. I think that movie's mm-hmm. raw. I'm a yeah. go Green Room. Me too. Really?
2: That punk attitude, man. Like I, I just I, vibe I was with us, it. Yeah. I was like, yes. I knew that scene, like not to that extent, but like, mm-hmm. that's like kind of a very realistic demographic of what, like, if you get really strong punk community is like where there's going to be the outliers and what they're going to be like, yeah. you know? Yep. So like, I, I, I vibe with it. Lobster's Are great, but yeah, green room, man.
0: I really okay. love the lobster, so I'm going to vote for that, but it's not because I don't love Green Room 2, because that mm. is, as you guys mentioned, a really badass movie. Oh, so, um, so I, you know, I'm not disappointed to see it go into the next round as much as I. Lobster, your favorite? Yorgos? <sighs> I, I think I'd go with Dogtooth, and I also really mm. like the favorite. I don't know. Lobster is great. Okay. I, I... Lobster is really good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of my favorites that year, and that was like a stacked year that, when mm. it came out. Yeah. When we redo this next year, I'll pick Lobster. All right. So let's go to Swiss Army Man, the debut of Daniels versus American Honey from director Andrea Arnold. Uh, Art, I think you and I did an A24 bracket several years ago on this channel when a lot fewer of their classic movies had come out. And we just came to the decision that Swiss Army Man was our favorite A24 our film favorite. then. Is it still one of your favorites? But- Easily. Zach, I think we put it
1: at number one during a period in time where we got a lot of backlash going, really? This movie? Mm-hmm. And now, magically, I don't, something must have happened, but I believe it yeah, had a rotten, I... rotten tomato score. And I don't know. There was a change of mind that happened since our last bracket. And it turns out we've been validated. Swiss Army Man again, baby
0: yeah
2: I, easy, easy Swiss Army.
0: Not only do I still love Swiss Army, man, I think I might like this movie more than everything everywhere all at once. I don't know if that's Honestly, the last one is to say, but I and, really yeah, love it.
2: I'd have to sit and rewatch them side to side, but like i I'd be inclined to believe with you to 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 agree with you.
0: Yeah, it's so good Swiss Army?
3: yeah
0: uh moonlight, the first best picture winner. From uh, A24 versus 20th Century Women. I really have a soft spot for 20th Century Women. I think it's a very uh, touching coming of age film. But it's Moonlight, man. Like this was the thing that got Barry Jenkins on so many people's radar. It's such a tender, beautiful movie. I I can't see uh, it losing this matchup. Same. Yeah, Yeah. it's Moonlight. Moonlight. Uh, let's move on to Good Time from the Safties versus It Comes at Night. Who's the director of It Comes at Night again? Stop, bro. <laughs> Be for real.
2: Trey Edward Schultz, my guy. Don't disrespect. Disrespect. The still boy, the Schultz. <laughs> I'm still thinking about
1: Waves. I'm still thinking about Waves. Out of all the movies you mentioned in the honorable mentions, Chris should have been on this list as well. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm going to leave it at one for It Comes at Night, even if you guys disagree. I mess with that movie heavy. Yeah. I know it I love had bad Trey marketing. Schultz.
0: Terrible marketing.
1: It
3: yeah.
1: did have terrible marketing, but I think I think it's
0: really good. Amanda,
2: I like them both. I mm-hmm. really do like them both. Um, damn, I I always feel bad for it comes at night because of how they marketed it, but right. um, yeah. shit, man. Okay, I'm gonna make Zach be the tiebreaker. I'm gonna <laughs> go for a good time for my boy R. Pat's, my boy Edward Cullen. <laughs>
0: I mean, it might be his best on-screen performance. I know that you'd probably go with Twilight, but I would. <laughs> he's so good in Good Time, and he's I, got the I gotta say, in this too, <laughs> I, I love the the safty anxiety-filled yeah. energy. I just like there's yeah. something about that dynamic in films that I really, really respond to. I mean, these are both like yeah. anxiety-provoking movies, but mm-hmm. I just respond yeah. to to the depiction a little more in Good Time, so. That's fair. I ain't I'll happy with that one.
2: Yeah, I like them both. This is one of those ones that no matter what was winning, I was going to be like, oh.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. really enjoy both those movies, but uh, think I think I like or at least appreciate, maybe is the better word, for a uh, good time a little bit more. All right. A uh, a ghost story versus the Florida Project. Some, again, the, the great filmmakers, the great modern filmmakers uh, talking about David Lowery and Sean Baker uh, for this one. Arturo, which one of these movies do you like more?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to go with The Florida Project.
0: Yeah. I I feel like you uh, enjoyed A Ghost Story a lot when you saw it at Sundance, right?
1: Um, I found the pie-eating scene to be very interesting. And it's, while I knew a, it wasn't a movie a that I was... Yeah, it wasn't going to be a movie that I was going to be able to like pitch to everybody. It's when I really went down my David Lowry binge because I just found the way he shot the movie to be so fascinating. Uh, it, to me, there's a lot of humor in it, especially mm. because of uh, having an actor who had just won an Academy Award be mm-hmm. under a, a bunch of sheets acting <laughs> through subtitles. It was yeah. just like, who, who thinks of this stuff? Plus, to me, as we've been, you know, Sundance buddies for like the longest time now. A ghost story to me is the definition of the next category. And I remember that being what I attach uh, uh, any any movie playing in that lineup to. So yeah. uh, that that's why it's a standout to me.
0: Yeah, just in terms of a bold experiment, I Audacious. think it's, it's really, really interesting and thought provoking and has some very, very beautiful moments in it. Like unexpectedly beautiful moments. But I just mm-hmm. like I think the story of Florida Project is a little more co- coherent for me. Uh, and I really respond too. to Sean Baker's style. The The performances, like you mentioned, Brooklyn Prince is just so uh, captivating in that movie. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Florida Project. Amanda, do you like a ghost story?
2: Ghost story is my win, is my pick. So it loses, Ooh. but
0: it's my pick. Nice. Uh, what do you like about a ghost story?
2: I just, I don't but know. Anyway, there's just something now. about, yeah, there's just something about how it handles just the it's just like that, that idea of permanence and life and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just something about it that's just really struck me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it hit me in the right way when I saw it. Um, I haven't revisited it in a while, but yeah, I think that, uh, I don't know. It just hit me. It hit me in the right way at the right time.
0: Yeah, you know, that, what was that name of that like vampire movie with Numi Rapach that was at Sundance? Oh, oh. Um, You're not alone? What? what was it? You're not alone? Yeah, you were not yes. alone. Yeah, like I, th- I think it has a similar vibe to, uh, to Ghost Story in the way that it just sort of like floats through life in like an unconventional yeah. time you path. You won't be alone.
2: And you won't be alone. You
0: won't be alone. Yeah, I, I that's something that I really do appreciate about that.
3: Film. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, another Yorgos entry, versus Lady Bird, the Greta Gerwig classic. Uh, Killing is probably my least favorite. Yorgos movie I know there's he's it has its defenders it. out there yeah um, but I do love that Barry Keegan performance he's yeah. so he so
1: annoying yeah.
0: he's so like devious in that movie just the spaghetti eating alone is um, is so good uh, I'm gonna go Lady Bird in this matchup Same. Amanda
2: I like them both quite a bit actually but I probably have to give it to Lady Bird just yeah Yeah. We're
0: so cliche. Barbie in theaters, (laughs) July. (laughs) All right, let's talk about The Disaster Artist versus First Reform. The Disaster Artist is, of course, James Franco's recreation of The Making of the Room, a celebrity filled uh, film starring him and his brother Dave, versus the Paul Schrader (laughs) uh, Global Warding Anxiety uh, film about uh, Ethan Hawke's Doomed Preacher. Uh, in first reformed, you know, I, Disaster Artist is like it was like a pretty charming, somewhat funny movie yeah. when it came out. I, I feel like there's not much that ages great about it, and it doesn't really like hold a candle to the legacy of The Room. You know, it just talk kind about like it. A, a a silly celebrity experiment, but like there's not it doesn't add anything to it. Mm. So. I don't know. Um, even though I enjoyed the disaster artist, I feel like I first reformed is just like constantly in the back of my head telling me that things are not going to be OK and the future is bleak. Yeah. So I'm going first reformed.
2: Same. That's easy win. Got to love it.
1: Do you remember when they won the Globe for a disaster artist and he told Tommy Wiseau that he couldn't speak?
2: <laughs> oh, I do not remember <laughs> Screw James
1: Franco. So if you search up that win, bro, he had me so much. And that's the number so one reason. That's the number one reason. And then he got canceled right before the next Golden Globe. So that's what he gets.
0: <laughs> All right. So I think we've arrived at our first real heartbreaking first round matchup because we've got Ari Aster's feature debut, Hereditary versus the Bo Burnham film, Eighth Grade. Uh, Amanda, I will have you go first.
2: This one is rough because, like, I wasn't that eighth grader, but, like, it felt so authentic. Like, I don't understand how Bo Burnham as an adult man captured the modern eighth grade experience so effectively and then got actors who could actually pull that off. But Hereditary is just kind of one of those movies that like once you see it you're never the same again like it just does something to you (laughs) I've only seen it once and it's like there are just scenes in that movie that are burned into my brain forever and I don't even think I loved it I I prefer Midsomar, but I think I have to give it to Hereditary just for like the just overall effect it's had on the landscape of horror in general. And then just the, the unique traits that Ari Aster brings to his filmmaking better or worse, whatever you enjoy.
0: Uh, Art, I, I still remember you reporting back from Sundance after having seen hereditary, just like telling me I was going to be shaken to my core. Are you going to no. go with it? Or are you going to go with eighth grade? Cause I know you love Bo Burnham too. Love Bo Burnham. Um, mm-hmm. Bo Burnham, we even
1: got a shout out in the latest uh, season of The Bay, which is just, just a random note out of nowhere. <laughs> but it has to be hereditary. I, I remember when I came out of it and I, I've i never overhyped a movie much that much. And I wouldn't even call it an overhype because uh, I think it delivered everyone who was like, you're, you're, you're out of your mind. It ended up every year, I think becoming a an even better horror movie that Mm -hmm. every festival has been clamoring to have their midnight movie, have the uh, rollout that that film had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give at least one vote over to eighth grade. As Amanda was saying, I just think the, the depiction of like the awkwardness and anxiety is so like true and lived in and, and just feels real, but also modern. You know, I think a lot of filmmakers, Rather than like dare themselves to uh, depict like the current day, uh, return to period pieces in order to like go to something that they feel like they have a familiarity with and, and that Bo Burnham would transport himself not just like to the modern day, but to Elsie uh, Fisher's perspective. Mm-hmm. I just thought yeah. it was like uh, really, really remarkable and and uh, holds up for me, but it, it's hard to argue against great. hereditary. Yeah, they've both, they are both films that age great yeah. and mm-hmm. both films that. You know, in another bracket, could have maybe made the final four, but uh we will go with Hereditary and move on to mid-90s from Jonah Hill versus Climax from Gaspar Noe. Basically the same movie, right? Um, Arturo, <laughs> Arturo, which one are you going to go with?
1: Look, I'm going mid-90s. I know it's got a lot of baggage, and the one where people get drugged does not. But <laughs> mid-90s is my pick between these two.
0: Amanda?
2: I'm also going mid nineties.
1: Oh, thank God!
0: Thank the Lord. Oh man! <laughs> all right, so gods. I'll give one vote to climax. I mean, we, we're a lot of these movies we've described described them as like anxiety provoking, but less. This is the movie that is the closest to feeling like a bad drug trip that maybe I've ever seen. It, it just too effective. Spirals yeah. out of and control. I don't like that
2: feeling. I don't like it. Me neither. That's thank you.
0: Totally like you. fair. Mm-hmm. Totally fair. When we fair. had the
1: preliminary with the patrons, they were all drinking that Kool Aid. They loved that movie and it's Ooh. too much it's too much for me I can't
2: yeah
0: I can't do it <laughs> alright we are halfway through the first round and into a more modern oh I'll actually one more left uh, Under the Silver Lake versus we combined them The Souvenir 1 and 2 uh, bang double bang for your buck but yeah I think because we combined both this and some horror movies later we were able to squeeze 66 67 mm-hmm. A24 movies mm-hmm. into this so uh is the is the combo of souvenir one and two enough to push it over your beloved under the silver lake art?
2: I thought you were gonna say no, me because it's also my beloved under the silver lake.
0: Bro, I forgot that you high freaking
3: that movie. five.
1: Yes. yes. Hell yes. Let's talk about it. Sorry, Zach. Under the Silver Lake is underappreciated, okay? I think that in due time, people are going to go back to it. I think it had a terrible rollout. I think it is a full committed performance by Andrew Garfield, even if you despise what the movie is going for. Uh, I was telling both of you all how uh, Blackberry director went on a full rant about Bo is Afraid (laughs) and randomly threw strays at Under the Silver Lake. I'm telling you, Zach, in due time. I saw uh, y'all were logging in. I don't know if it was... uh, your first time watching it, but I felt like you had already seen it.
0: No, it, this is one yeah. of this is one of two movies I hadn't seen before oh, we wow. did the bracket. So I really? caught up with it uh last night? Two nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a your diary. Yes. <laughs> I love that <laughs> yeah. shit. Uh, I dug it. I, I it's it's like obvious like frustrating in ways that I think it's are very intentionally frustrating, right? Like it reminded me a lot of the experience of watching Inherent Vice, where mm-hmm. It, in order to make you My
1: feel, advice, yeah. feel yes.
0: as lost as he does, they kind of take you down paths that lead nowhere. But it like it it stimulates the conspiracy theory feeling, that rabbit hole feeling, yes. better than most things I've ever seen.
2: Dude, I knew what it was doing, and I was still kind of like, "Ooh, this is on this pizza box. We're gonna do, do that. We're yes. <laughs> gonna do that." Like I'm playing the game, and I know that it's I shouldn't awesome. be. Ah, oh, I love it.
0: All right, so no love for the Souvenir movies.
2: My only memory of the Souvenir right now is when it was like the one movie I couldn't get into at Sundance, and you guys had seen it, and I was like, maybe I'll go try to see it on my last night, and all of you were like, no!
0: <laughs> I don't Zach like the Souvenir Part of 1. I, yeah. yeah, I really enjoy Part 2. I was so surprised because I didn't enjoy Part 1. Fair. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's move on to... The Last Black Man in San Francisco Ooh. versus Midsommar. Uh, I know a lot of people really love Midsommar. It is a great film. It maybe is Ari Aster's best film in I think my it's estimation. I
1: think it's Damn. Best. Okay. I,
0: I really love Joe Talbot's film, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I think it is just like such a beautifully orchestrated piece of filmmaking. Not only because the orchestration from, I believe it's... Uh, Emil Borseri, it's just like one of the greatest film scores ever, would be my pick for best A24 film score. Um, but just the, the way that it tries to like, it sort of makes the story of San Francisco and it evolving really a part of the plot here. It, it's just like a movie of like such deep beauty that I feel like is so rare. So... Even though I feel like it's about to lose this matchup, I would have to put stick my flag in for The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Beautiful cinematography, too. I didn't mention that. What amazing cinematography.
2: Art goes first.
1: <laughs> I record in my closet upstairs, and I turned into a booth, and the map of The Last Black Man in San Francisco is the first thing you see when you open it. But the first thing I think about in the morning is how <laughs> messed up Midsommar is. <laughs> and as a fan of Hereditary, I never thought that after a certain amount of rewatches, that would get up there. And it's the reason why I put someone as great as Jordan Peele and Ari Aster, and I know that they've come out at the same time. They're always being connected alongside Eggers. But Midsommar, like Nope, are movies that with more rewatches get better and better and better, and they're instant classics.
0: Midsommar for me. Damn. Amanda.
2: This is rough. I do really Florence like Pugh. both so much, but I do find myself thinking of Midsomar a lot more, and maybe that just mm-hmm. has to do with Ari Aster being more in the public. But, like, I'm sorry, her performance, like, Florence, it's oh, great. my God. It's great. Knowing she went right from that to, to Little Women. L- little Women? Just, like, literally, like, gets on a plane when Midsomar's done in Boston. That movie's already filming, and she's got to go. Crazy.
0: I, and then Yelena. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I love Midsommar as well, as much as I do love Last Black Man in San Francisco. I I can't really argue with you there. Uh, Another couple of classics, though, in this matchup, The Farewell versus Waves. We've spent so much time talking about Waves on this show. I'm still talking about Waves. Not enough. Uh, Are you going to go with the Trey Edward movie here? You know, it really sucks because The Farewell
1: is really great. You know, I, I... Made a whole LME on it, uh, uh, how I felt it was like one of the most impactful movies in terms of having, you know, because we've added a dozen since then. But The Farewell uh, early on, especially for A24, was that movie that was covering somebody who was between both, you know, their home country and back here in America. And the idea of having that broken broken English and just, I mean, the premise of lying to the grandmother that they're dying. Mm -hmm. I hate that it has to go up against waves, but this is a waves podcast here, so I'm gonna have to stick with waves.
0: (laughs) Amanda, are you gonna defend the farewell or are you also gonna go with waves? I am gonna
2: defend the farewell. I'm gonna, I'm giving it. I loved waves a lot, but and like what it did and that mid shift I was not expecting, but like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, man, farewell spoke to me.
0: I I really love the farewell as well. I, I just one of the films that really hits me close to my heart. And I don't know. This is like one of the hardest calls for me to make here. I, I kind of, I kind of want to go waves. There's there, there's so many, I feel like there's so many people that uh, come for waves that we gotta, we gotta stick our flag behind uh, the yes, things that we love about this it. film because yes, it's so, it's so bold and so, uh, Daring in what it's attempting and what it's trying to say, I think. I, I don't know. I think there's just a lot to really, really appreciate about the filmmaking in Waves. So I, I'm gonna go with it at least in this round, but That's okay. we will see. We'll see. Farewell is um, great. You
1: know, it's the one movie where where people who even have beef with Aquafina go. Yeah, well, you know, she did she she did great. She did work. her well. She did that. She did her, her well. Well. Yeah,
0: she did that. We need to see that side of her a little bit more. I'm surprised we haven't. Yes. Really yes. Seen yes. That since. Stop yeah. working
1: with Disney. Go back to 24, please.
0: Yeah. Guess they don't pay as well as Disney. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uncut gems versus first cow. Damn. You know, I think first cow brought us so much joy early in the pandemic, and like I have so much like warmth towards that beautiful little Kelly Reichert movie. But it's Uncut Gems. So it's I'm go Uncut, uncut gems. Gems, I know. Fucking
1: God. I know. Zach, <laughs> exactly. we should have screwed around with her. Give it a 2-1. Two, two, I don't know what it is.
2: I just don't. Right card. I just like, I don't get it. I don't like it. she not for me. Sorry. You have this
1: thing against white female filmmakers, and it needs to stop Amanda. Yes, my
2: ladybird she... pick really shows that I have a thing against white
1: female uh, Did you like her last one? I know no. you had mentioned it.
2: No, I didn't. Okay. It was the one. It wait, had the wait, most wait, really. walkouts of con last year, and how I was like, I was tempted, but it was like, it's not terrible. It's just like there's so many other things that could I could be doing that I could be watching that I could be living. That I that love I that be...
0: little movie, man. showing do, up so
2: cute. Do I know everybody. Like that's what I'm saying. I just what I mean. Like the... Her, she is not for me. That is the thing. It's just Kelly Reichardt. I'm is not for me.
0: Yeah,
1: Kelly Reichardt superhero movie coming out. No, Kelly Reichardt Twilight prequel.
2: Because oh, I was going to say, if she had done Eternals, I'm like, that tracks. But, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh Zayn Mott actually got on the bracket. Oh, it did I, I make on the bracket. I forgot little about little that. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, which unfortunately, is this? unfortunately, it's up against Minari, <laughs> so, right, so right. I'm just <laughs> <saying> Minari. <laughs>
2: it might as well not be Didn't here. Didn't
1: yeah. Minari, that was the fastest <laughs> <go>. one. Damn.
0: <laughs> uh, Zola versus The Ooh. Green Knight. Two wow, really wow. distinctive okay. films. One from Janick Bravo, the other from David Lowry. Uh, Art, which way are you going to go?
1: Damn. Uh wow. Okay. Uh Green Knight's really, really good. I own two yeah. copies of Green Knight. <clears throat> Zola's really, really good. Yeah. Is that a vote? <laughs> I don't know if like it all out. I you know if Zola had the ending, boom. It's Zola. I know. Mm-hmm. Right? But it doesn't have the ending. And Green Knight has so much going for it in its production and the way that it was shot
0: mm-hmm
1: i'm gonna go zola because i think you guys might go green night
0: yeah you read me i'm gonna go green night yeah uh I, zola's great i really love zola and i think even it's like sort of shrug of an ending in retrospect it's not that it's not that bad just because like the journey is so much fun to, to get there yeah but but I love The Green Knight. I I think it's so beautifully crafted and so haunting and uh, is able to feel modern in a way that a lot of those fantasy films don't feel modern to me. Yes. So I'll leave it to Amanda to break the tie.
2: Yeah, it is really interesting in that it's basically told as if it is like an epic where like things will just happen. He'll just have a weapon that he didn't have one scene to the next because it's supposed to be. A visual representation, as if you're reading this actual like the Sir Gawain mm-hmm. story,
0: the yeah. whole
2: idea of honor. I think I enjoyed watching Zola more, but I think I like what the Green Knight is going for more. So I do not know. This is t- this is actually really hard, All right? Um,
1: I'll give Green she... Knight this really good Barry performance. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. Man, I also love the way that Zola does the whole, like, that's not how it happened. And then, like, tells it from, like, a different perspective.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Zola oh. does have Cousin Greg saying, these are the type of movies I want to make. And, <laughs> and I
0: know yeah, you love the I'm montage saying. of Dicks, Amanda. I know and that's your you're favorite You're right.
2: Part. You're right. Never mind. Green Knight. Give it to Green Knight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Green uh, Knight has a, a lot of wood,
1: too.
2: You're right. Fuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's one thing that Zola didn't have is the cum shot. So uh we'll go with Green
3: Knight.
2: Go back. Go back.
0: No. Uh let's move on to Come on Come on versus the Humans. I really love that. Yeah, I really love that Joaquin performance. And Mm. uh Come on Come On really, really touched me. I thought it's just a really beautiful film about uh the, the wonder and confusion and pain of the world. Um, I think the humans is also just like one of the really underrated a 24 films. I kind of fought hard to make sure it would mm-hmm. get in this bracket. Um, so I think I'd be kind of like betraying myself if I don't at least throw it a vote here. Uh, but I don't know. I don't feel great about it. Cause I love come on, come on as well. Art. I know you're a fan of scars pizza. So feel like oh. you're going to go with come on, come on. In this matchup. You know,
1: it, I, I think the performances in Come On, Come On stand out more. But I think the script in The Humans is what I really enjoy about it. And I think that's mm-hmm. been the, a big split for a lot mm. of people. Is that they're like, if they would have seen it as a play. Which I believe is what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah it they might have connected yeah. with it a bit more. There's that one line that um, um, uh, Stephen Yoon says Steven about Yoon? like the monsters. And who the real monsters are to each other. It, mm. Yeah, I love that line so much. But I'm gonna even it out with come on come on.
0: Alright, Amanda in the Damn, hot seat.
2: I like Actually the I changed humans. my mind.
1: The kid was so annoying, the humans.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm not even kidding. Oh man I'm not even kidding, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna give kid. it to
2: the humans too then. I, I did actually really? feel like it. And you know what? I was like, wow, Amy Schumer can act and not be terrible. So
1: but Yeah, she gets surprised sometimes. She's yeah, really, she's really good, good in that movie, yeah. She's good at reading other people's lines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Red Rocket from Sean Baker Ooh. versus the tragedy of Macbeth from a Cohen brother, not the Cohen bros, just Joel. Uh I I, <laughs> I just want them to get back together. You know the the Ugh. trailer for Ethan Cohen's new movie yeah! came out and it looks yes. really fun, it but does. it also it also looks like slight in a way that their collaborations don't. And like it's, it's clear like Joel is the super self serious one and Ethan is the good time. And if they meet Crazy. in the middle, they make amazing movies. Uh, um, I'm still I know looking I had to, to that one. to though. make sure it wasn't Ethan Cohen. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out there,
1: but damn. Yeah, bro. Yeah.
0: Uh, but Red Rocket versus Tragedy, Tragedy of Macbeth. I actually like Tragedy of Macbeth quite a bit. I think it's a pretty cool and very beautifully <laughs> photographed telling of the Macbeth story. Uh, but Red Rocket just has a certain quality to it, its character study that I find really indelible. Sean Baker really loves to focus on these kind of like outsidery people. And Simon Rex is just so good in Red Rocket. Just like a an amazing performance. A yeah, maybe too authentic.
2: That's <laughs> been the but, trend know? of him this year. He's a little too good yeah. at that. A little too good at that.
0: <laughs> He's lived it. So I'm going to go with Red Rocket here. Uh, Amanda, are you going with Macbeth or Red Rocket?
2: Uh, I think I'm going to go with Red Rocket. I feel like it kind of has the works of like uh, like one of those things. I feel like in like 10 years, people will probably like be watching this and like, Getting something from it a lot more mm-hmm. than not that Macbeth is bad, but just I think people will get something out of Red Rocket. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I you mean, yeah, it, it's it, it's a slice of modern life versus another telling of Macbeth.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah the dumb. uh the the girl in Red Rocket, uh, Susanna's son. Yeah. It, it tracks that she'd be in the idol. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going tragedy of Macbeth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's fair.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, let's go with. After Yang versus our next <laughs> <laughs> uh, collab slot. I don't know what we, what we even want to call these X and Pearl and Maxine. We haven't even seen Maxine, but we're putting it on the bracket anyway. Uh, Art, are you gonna go with Kogunata or Ty West's trilogy?
1: After Yang, I'm a yeah. I'm a firm defender of After Yang.
0: It's a beautiful, beautiful film. We saw and it together. I will join another
1: one on there. Yeah. Throwing the rest, of, throw in the rest yeah. of his filmography in there after Yang.
2: Yeah. Easy. <laughs> easy after Yang. I don't yeah. even, I'm not even looking at X and Pearl.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy those films, but I also think they're probably some of the worst ones that we have on this bracket. Yes, if we're being, are. If we're being real I like honest. the ideas in it, but they're ideas. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. Pearl is not a good movie. I'm sorry, that's my hot take. I Pearl is not a good movie. Pearl is a good 15-minute Marty,
1: short. Mar- Marty's texting me right now. He's, <laughs> can't believe it.
2: It's a good 15-minute short. It's not a good feature-length film.
1: Yeah. And now you got a trilogy.
2: <laughs> I am excited right. for
1: Maxine.
0: Let's uh, do Everything Everywhere All at Once versus men. Art, I know you're a defender of Alex Garland's film, but are you gonna go with it over the Daniels movie? Look, what you need to understand about men, <laughs>
1: everything everywhere yeah so i don't even have the energy yeah. to defend it if i cared for that much. luckily i do not no, thank you.
0: yeah no thank you uh how about marcel the shell with shoes on versus bodies 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 bro y'all better not
1: disappoint me here
0: amanda i i feel like i know which way you're going because you enjoyed bodies the least out of the three of us
2: yes yeah, so i'm going marcel
0: Definitely.
2: I thought I was going to love Bodies, so I feel like it just didn't hit the lengths of my expectations, so I am the most disappointed of us all, but yeah, it's Marcel.
1: <laughs> I want you to revisit it soon. I will. I want you guys to love Bodies so bad, bro, because to me, you know, you know I love Marcel. I know. Bro. Are we,
2: are we letting you down? Are we letting you down by voting Marcel? I love Marcel. So but good. Bodies,
1: Bodies, Bodies is one of the greatest Gen Z movies. In my opinion, every it. actor in thing. that film is the future. To me, when we're always talking about what's the new short-term 12 cast, this is all, it's already yeah. certified. I think easily. it's because I,
2: Maria, I think she's not good in it. I think Maria is not good in it, is my issue with that movie. And she's who we're kind of like with the most. And I like her a lot, so I don't know what it is. I will revisit it, but like I was expecting, like I was ready to love that movie so much. And I was like... Decent on it. I was like, oh, "That's pretty decent."
0: Your I really like bodies, bodies.
2: <laughs> I watch it again because it should be my movie.
0: <sighs> I really like bodies, well, bodies. bodies. I'm it. with you, Art. Like, and I think it is a really good con- uh, contemporary commentary, particularly like the, the way they use phones throughout the film. I agree. I'm still gonna go with Marcel Deshell. I really I love, love Marcel. I don't wanna get a little movie. <laughs> no, it's such I don't a beautiful know what it movie.
2: was because I love Rachel Senate. You know I turn yeah. I turn up for Rachel, but right? it's just like needed more Rachel, less Maria. <laughs> I'm sorry. I j I just couldn't get on board with her character.
1: You like your bored though?
2: Yeah, because she works in that and this. It felt like she was like an outlier. It felt like you are not supposed to be here in the vibe of what this movie is doing. And maybe that was the well, she point. Is maybe the outsider. that is That's that what I mean. That is She's the outsider. the outsider, but I just didn't like the way she was the outsider. I don't know if I wanted something <laughs> oh. else. I don't know. It was weird. I'll watch it again.
0: I'll, I'll, yeah. I hope you like it eventually.
2: Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's talk about Funny Pages versus After Sun. After Sun was one of those movies that uh, to a certain person, it was just like one of the great, greatest films that's been released recently. Amanda, I think you have a really soft spot for this film. So I, I feel do. like you're going to go with it over a, over Funny Pages.
2: I am. And I, I, I like a lot about Funny Pages, but it doesn't hold yeah. a candle to After Sun. Like I'll forget about Funny Pages at some point in the future. I'll probably mm-hmm. never forget about After Sun.
0: Yeah, there's a lot that's really cool about Funny Pages. I particularly like how it's shot um, and just how grimy it feels, and yeah. in a way that evokes like the comics that it's sort of based around. But yeah, After Sun's a pretty special movie. Art, I feel like you uh, agree with us too. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, no, nothing for Funny Pages then.
2: <laughs> I like cute. Funny Pages. I-, I thought it was cute. Yeah, it's good. But oh, let's like,
1: go, Zag. Let's do our thing.
2: Oh, shit. We did have Causeway. <laughs> Sorry, Amanda.
1: No, no, no. Say your say bit about Funny Pages because we almost took a poster that was tossed at the New York Film Festival for Funny Pages.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like I liked it a lot, but I was just like, then I saw I Like Movies and I was like, this is like the even better version Ooh, of what it's going hey. for. I feel you
1: know
0: like what you, I mean? Right, good so it's like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So yeah, both good though.
0: All right. So after Sun wins that matchup. Uh, let's talk about Causeway versus White Noise. I feel like a lot of people didn't really jive with what Noah Bomback was doing in White Noise. Except for me and Arturo. We really dug that movie. 10 uh, <laughs> o'clock
1: like in the morning coming out stoked, bro. <laughs>
0: um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for White Noise. I thought it was really fun. Uh, Art, are you gonna go with it as well? Or because yeah, I think you actually like Causeway more mm. than I did.
1: I do. I like Causeway, I think the performances are great. Jennifer turning a new leaf, and obviously uh, Henry getting a Oscar yep. nom for support. It was his first?
2: Mm-hmm. His first. So
1: I appreciate that But White Noise was on a vibe. Maybe it's because Zach and I didn't read the book, so we didn't have all these preconceptions. Maybe it's right. because we knew what we were in for, and we knew how goofy it was going to be amongst it all. I loved it. It was one of my favorite screenings at New York, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it was eerily... Uh, as it released with the train thing that actually got derailed here right, almost made it like even scarier. So I'm curious to see how people revisit White Noise in the future.
2: I couldn't finish it. (laughs) It hit a point and I was too annoyed. I don't even remember the full sentiments, but I couldn't finish it. I was like, I can't handle these people, the scenario they're in and how they're dealing with it. I, I actually couldn't. It was. It hit my. If I'd been watching at a film festival, would have made it mm-hmm. through. Maybe I'd love it. But watching it at home, I was like, can't fucking do it. And that's how I had to see it because that's where they released it. Was on Netflix. Yep. Couldn't fucking do it.
1: Even when they uh. dance. What? <laughs>
0: yeah, you have to at least get to the dance.
2: That might be where I. I don't know. I don't remember. It no, was just when credits. it was exactly when she cut out. Okay, because my thing is just like it's like the air raid sirens and stuff all start going off. They're like maybe it's nothing, maybe it's the ba blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, what the fuck do you mean maybe? Like, what are you what are you doing? I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah, couldn't like finish it. it. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: I really love that movie. All right, so uh, unfortunately for Amanda, White Noise <laughs> wins that match. <laughs> that's matchup. fine
2: because I, I like Causeway, but not enough to be bothered. Let's go beat After lost. Fun
1: Girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> fuck
2: you. Uh, the
0: next- <laughs> the next no, matchup... there's no
2: way. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck. <Okay. laughs>
0: the next matchup is between Darren Aronofsky's The Whale and Lucas Don't's close. Uh didn't like really respond to either of these movies, but I really didn't respond to the whale, yeah, so I'm gonna not. go give I'm gonna give this one close. Uh Art, how about you? The whale is losing too close. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah um i like the whale more than you did but it's it's mm-hmm. close yeah i, yeah. I the, it's i'm you know i'm sick of the gay tragedy but also if you're going to do the gay tragedy do it as an interesting young character study
0: yeah i mean there there are people who really love the whale and obviously <laughs> the Brendan whale's Frasier. a gay tragedy
1: too it's some, it's somehow yeah. it,
0: yes it is. It, it is
2: it is indeed a gay
0: tragedy. <laughs> the battle Fuck. of the gay tragedies um <laughs> Uh, Brendan Fraser obviously won the Oscars, so it kind of feels like we have to include the whale here even if we maybe don't didn't respond as much to the movie as some people did Um, did, but yeah yeah. I was Uh, on the
2: higher end I think like I get all the critiques and I agree with the critiques but I guess like I saw it at TIFF with the cast there was just something about it it hit me emotionally in the scenario but uh, yeah, Uh, yeah it doesn't I, I like close more
0: Damn, the most all right, miserable Amanda, this matchup. This is your nightmare matchup. It is my cause... nightmare
2: matchup, because I don't fucking <laughs> like either of these. Holy shit. Um,
0: Showing up from Kelly Reichert versus Bo is Afraid fuck. from is Ari Aster. I, I know where I'm going to go, but I kind of want you to answer first.
2: I think I still have to give it to Bo, even though, because like I really like yes, the baby. first act. The first act of Bo is really fucking good. I just hate where it fucking goes after that. I don't Sorry, like Zach. it. I don't like it Sorry, at all. Zach. I finished that movie, I felt shell-shocked, as I always do after an Ari Oscar movie, but it was in a bad way. I literally went to fucking Disney World immediately the next morning. I literally got on a fucking plane and went to Florida because I couldn't <laughs> handle emotionally what Bo is Afraid was doing, and I never want to fucking see it again.
1: But this movie's disgusting.
2: I hate it's it. It's
1: atrocious.
2: I fucking I hate love it. it. I hate it. I <laughs> oh, Yeah, it wins.
1: You, you know what? Um... Because I do want to say something about showing up, and that's that, how does it feel like it's three hours long when it's not? At least Bo is <laughs> yeah, Afraid has different you. things going thank on with it. Thank
2: you. Though I will say that at like in the two-hour mark in Bo, I was like, too. Bo had a point where I was like, holy shit, we still have a fucking hour of
1: this. What the fuck? Oh, in the fuck? theater? I would never wish that on my enemy, to go see Bo is Afraid oh, and not be able to walk out. Fuck, that is ridiculous. I hated
2: it. Oh. But
1: Alita just ordered me the hat and it's coming in. So
2: <laughs> I even have like a free shirt. I saw a screening and they gave out free shirts. So
1: it's the, like, with the, it's his pajamas. Yeah,
2: it's his pajamas. Yes. So I have that and I'm like, fuck, I'll keep it. But I was like, I was all gung ho to make a video and I was like, I cannot begin to emotionally engage with this ever again in my life. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, I, I got you. I got it on VOD and everything. I'm excited. Hell yeah.
2: All
1: right. Uh,
0: showing up is a really beautiful movie, you guys. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Uh,. <laughs> We move into the recent releases and a lot of movies that I enjoyed quite a bit. So let's start with You Hurt My Feelings versus Past Lives. Wait, was the swap? Which one was the swap? The swap Uh, was
2: Past Lives against Talk to Me. And I was like, you can't do that. You can't do the the A24 movie that's literally changing the narrative of one of the things they're known about the most, the horror genre, and they're taking a different stand on it against Past Lives. You can't put those together.
1: (laughs) So they're going to face each other in the next one?
2: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. At least it one of them at least <laughs> has to get further along.
1: Wait, but isn't this still correct? They didn't it go You Hurt My Feelings? Past Lives? Yeah, but originally probably, originally problemista. problemista. Yeah, we so yeah. we
2: probably slid in Saint Maud or Causeway was one of the ones that got I think Saint Maud got slid in Oh, I Gotcha, to I, gotcha I gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, past Lives so. is one of the
1: greatest movies on this list.
2: Yes, it is. It's one of the greatest movies of the year, if not the best movie sure, yeah. of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean And I, mean, and it, I love feels... You Hurt My Feelings. It feels a little yeah, bit no, weird it's a, it's a to. Movie. It feels a little weird to do this about a movie that a lot of people haven't yet had the chance to see, but this one might win the whole thing. And I, I yeah, I think I loved "You Hurt My Feelings" more than most people. I gave that one a four point five yeah. on like Letterboxd. But too, yeah, uh, "Past Lives" is is a great, great, film genuinely and,
2: fucking moving piece of yeah. film. Yeah,
1: "Past Lives" and the movie that Amanda moved this for are literally the reason we're doing this bracket. Yeah. for
2: real that's why I was like they can't go against each other they can't at least this way Problemista gets a little bit of a shout out before it gets knocked yeah, out
1: <laughs> exactly and, and I probably like Problemista the most out of all of us I hope mm-hmm. people do give it the chance I mm-hmm. know maybe for a lot of people it's going to be something to watch at home but it takes risks I think it's really yeah. good Tilda Swinton's fantastic I talk agree Talk To Me is in my top 5 and it is not moving but yeah the
2: year. fuck yeah it is let's go talk yeah. to me I love a movie that can commit to being like mean man just yeah
1: finally new yeah. st- uh, uh, best example this is finally the newest release from a festival that matched hereditary for me and yes I mean, there you go I and mean, I, we literally I like, it more, <laughs> I like it more than
2: hereditary i like it more than hereditary
1: whoa i don't know about that yet i think
2: i do because it is more my style of horror and i've never felt the need to watch a, hereditary again though. in my life where like fair. i wanted to watch talk to me like immediately again yeah. you know i just
0: yeah. We'll give one little more a little shout for Problem Mista, which is not yet out. I think it's gonna be out the first week of August. So yeah. keep Julio Torres's film on the re- your radar because we all really, really loved it at South by it's Southwest. Worth
2: it. Yeah.
0: All right, so that wraps the first round. We are down to thirty two A twenty four movies. Let's bring it back to Spring, Breakers, and Enemy. Arturo, you going with Denis again? Yes, dude. Enemy. I'm still going with Spring Breakers, but Amanda, you're going to go on Enemy as well?
2: I am. I am. I think Spring Breakers is approaching itself too trashy for the message it's trying to convey, but in a way, (laughs) I guess that works for it, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I can't really blame y'all. Uh Under the Skin versus A Most Violent Year. This one's pretty tough. I love so many elements of Under the Skin, but I think I just like the movie of A Most Violent Year a little bit more. Maybe it's like not as deep as Under the Skin is trying to go, but I can wrap my head around it maybe a bit easier. So I'll do A Most Violent Year. Arturo, which way are you going to go?
1: A most violent year, dude. I thought I was gonna be the only one.
2: Oh, awesome. Shit. I'm going under the skin because I haven't seen a most violent year, so I can't. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: And I <laughs> really like under the
2: skin. Of... That's a bummer. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's a great movie, and uh it's it's hard to vote against it. But I hope you catch up with the most violent year. I it's was planning. Really that was to... another
2: one I was planning to get to today, and yeah. I just didn't have. A I chance. did.
0: Swap dates on Amanda. I told her we'd ha- she'd have until Thursday to catch up on movies. So yeah, that so is I've my bad. I've done the
2: opposite. Yeah, plan, yeah. but it's okay.
0: It's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about Ex Machina Ooh. versus Room. Two very different tonally movies uh, from A twenty four, but two films that won Oscars. The visual effects. Mm-hmm. Oscar win for Ex Machina which I think was a bit unexpected since it's a slightly smaller budget film than what usually wins Best of Visual Effects and then of course as we mentioned before Brie Larson's Best Actress win for Room Amanda why don't you kick us off which film are you going to go with
3: oh why
2: would you do me first oh fuck (laughs) um shit I really like both of these and they're both very different movies obviously yeah um Man, I might have to go Ex Machina. Oddly enough, I think I have to go Ex Machina. I think that is my nice. Th- yeah, I'm going to go that. Yeah. I, and I, I really like the room and I love Bree, but I think I'm going to have to go Ex Machina.
0: Art, how about how about you? What are you feeling?
1: You know, I'm an Alex Garland head and there's a reason for it. To me, Ex Machina was when A24 really started doing this pivot to me for me yeah. you know, that that i mean it, you just said it these two both won oscars that's to me when they really started cementing themselves it's i know it's not the beginning but to many people it is uh and i'm, I'm going with it all the way fantastic fantastic movie
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah I, I really love brie larson's performance in room i i think i love the performance more than i love the movie that's
2: fair yeah
0: i okay. love ex machina though so, so, so i'm gonna go with that as well you already know what it is bro Green Room versus Swiss Army Man is a clean sweep Amanda are you joining the, us yeah
2: I will I love Green Room but Swiss Army Man man is yeah
0: long live the Daniels all right let's talk about Moonlight versus Good Time Barry Jenkins versus the Safdie brothers uh, I like Good Time a lot I, I don't think it reaches the levels that Moonlight gets to so I, I'm gonna go with uh, the best picture winner here Arturo you Same. agree
2: Yep. I'm gonna be the chaotic vote. I'm gonna go good time. Oh, okay.
0: You can't just whistle. assume
2: that the gay person's gonna vote for the gay movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you would vote for the Best Picture winner because it won Best Picture. Yeah, no, that's fair.
2: <laughs> I think it's because when I was when that when the whole snafu happened in Moonlight is gorgeous. It's a beautiful movie. When it, mm-hmm. when I when I when La La Land lost and I watched them both back to back, I was like, I kind of I know I'm gonna watch La La Land until the day I die. I gotta be mm-hmm. in the right oh, mood for like... Moonlight, so that's why yeah. I'm gonna go good time. Totally. Yeah.
0: All right. So, Moonlight does win that one. Let's go to Florida Project versus Lady Bird. Art, which one you got? Barbie in theaters,
1: July 22nd. Lady Bird out right now on VOD.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, I think Lady Bird is... Like, there's a good chance that it's going to be remembered as Greta Gerwig's best film, and people love Little Women, and I feel like people are going to love Barbie, but Lady Bird is is already iconic, uh, as much as I like Florida Project. Let's give it a sweep. 3-0 for Lady Bird. Uh, First Reformed versus Hereditary, two movies that have haunted my soul and left me just physically and mentally unwell after watching them. Um, I am going to go with first reformed because I'm a lot more scared about global warming than I am about my head being taken off by a street <laughs> pole. Uh, but that's just me. Art, where are you going? Bro, what?
1: Hereditary is, her? is more than street poles. It is about <laughs> what happens between a family whose generational trauma is pretty much the cause of horror. What happens when someone, abo- I mean, it's, it's both again. It's mm-hmm. this idea of those that come before you sending down, um, in the most intimate way honestly it is about global warming because if <laughs> your mother doesn't teach you to take care of this world by not even taking care of you I mean it really is the end of the world Zach
2: yeah except you know, that hereditary was done well movie. <laughs> um,
1: but... No, 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 no,
2: I'm sorry. Hey, do empos. you remember
1: when First Reformed uh had a uh, marketing campaign by A24 where if you could film yourself chugging Pepto-Bismol really fast?
0: Pep... <laughs> it was Pepto and whiskey that they that wanted really? yeah, you to yeah, mix. I, it's the my mitra. favorite drink to this day. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Amanda, that's another vote for Hereditary, I think.
2: Sadly, because I really do love First Reform, but again, Hereditary, I've Wait, only seen real? it once and I only needed to see it once.
1: Oh, I thought you were going first. Reformed. No, no, bro. no. I'm saying
2: that hereditary oh. does. Th- he already. You know what? Bo's afraid. He already fucking did it. It's called hereditary. He didn't
1: even fucking do it <laughs> oh, again. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that <laughs> one. Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and I like first reformed. I, I, I feel like I all the really all the follow up uh, movies that he's made. It's first reformed. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And, and Ethan Hawke know, is so so good at movies. it. Yeah, but yeah, I really do love first reformed. so I made to see it safer, But hereditary mm-hmm. is hereditary.
0: All right, Art. It's a couple of your favorites on this list: mid '90s versus "Under the Silver Lake." Which one are you doing? Same thing, Amanda's doing.
2: Silver
3: Lake, <laughs> Silver Lake.
0: One hundred percent, dude. Sweep. I'll join Let's y'all go. with Silver Lake. Thank you, dude. All right, Midsomar versus Waves. This feels oh. a lot That's more so difficult so than the last one. Uh, Amanda, why don't you start us off?
2: I'm gonna go for Midsomar, the only movie by Ari Aster I felt the need and desire to rewatch.
0: Art, <laughs> <laughs> right. look. They're tough. They're we know you do about it. waves a lot. They're no, both you do it. beautiful. You do it. You do it. <sighs> it. Midsomar is my favorite Ari Aster movie. I don't Same. know, man. I, I gotta, I gotta go with it. I don't want to, but I have to.
2: It's fucking
1: rough, man. It's fucking rough. <laughs>
0: Have we stopped thinking about waves? No, I never stopped thinking about waves. I can't <laughs> Is this the
1: end? It's Mitsomar, bro. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. I love it as much as hereditary. Then there's this one. But it's Mitsomar, bro. It's Midsommar. <laughs> Damn.
0: <laughs> All right, let's talk about uncut gems versus oh, Miami. Wow. Uh, Another tough matchup for me as I really love both of these movies, but I just ultimately like respond so much more to the style of Uncut Gems, which is so aggressive and and hard to like hard to cloud out. You know, once that movie starts, you're just on the roller coaster of Uncut Gems. Uh, And plus it features like some of the maybe career best work of one of my favorite actors in Adam Sandler. So I'll go with Uncut Gems. Amanda, you agree with me?
2: Think so. I love Minari. I think it's, it's so beautiful and just mm-hmm. patient and just a genuine good story. Um, it kind of very feels lovely movie. Very lovely. In the it almost feels like the opposite vein of a of farewell. It's kind of doing like rather than taking somebody who spent their whole life in one setting and moving them somewhere else, it's taking people from one area and you know bringing them to America. Mm. But uncut gems. There is just a charm. To realizing that this man, you think this man is digging himself a hole, but then you realize he's already five feet deep and you're just watching the last hole go down. So like, gotta go, gotta go uncut.
0: The, the Um, whole, like. Let's bet on it scene with Kevin Garnett towards the end of the movie that it's just one of the best slow motion car crashes ever yes. captured on film.
2: It's a hard watch. Like I, I understand why there was like a bunch of old people near me at TIFF that were like fumbling out midway through. And yeah. I, I get it. I get it, people. This is not where you were here for. You saw Adam Sandler and thought it was gonna be a good time.
0: <laughs> Art, are you with us? That's a great cut.
2: He's finding something. Oh wait. What are you digging tip? out? You guys left right after that.
1: Oh, I think I have it. I was looking for the... I've realized... I'm going to cut. I've realized <laughs> I have way too much A24 merch and it is ridiculous. So much that I can't <laughs> find the yeah. puzzle of the colonoscopy yeah, yeah. that you were giving <laughs> me, bro.
3: I love
2: oh, that. Oh, man. Man, I'm, I'm upset. I have, like, the titles. A24 teacups and I'm like, now I'm like, why the fuck didn't I put my A24 teacups insane, right bro. here?
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's, like, actually obnoxious how much 24 March, I realized I have, from <laughs> like, I think I have right. a puzzle up there, but I Did wasn't able the... to find the mid-somar director's cut. So. Which nice. is
2: even better. Like It's good. It's.
1: <laughs> I just had to find where I put all my puzzles, because I moved everything. Now I'm on this side over here.
0: <sighs> I will find it. Right. Uh, let's do The Green Knight versus The Humans. A uh, couple of films about the anxiety of living a life. Um, I think these films sort of like scratch a similar itch to me, even though they do it in completely different ways. You know, David Lowery's film is so like mm. visually, visually stunning. And the, the details are so like uh, the colors are so like beautifully chosen. I don't know. There, there's something very transportational about the experience of watching that movie. Whereas the humans is cold in like a very intentional way that really puts in, puts you in the feeling of, of this story i think they're both really really effective i'll i'll give a little bit of a a little bit more love to the humans because again that's one of the a twenty four overlooked oh. movies for me so i'll go what with the that fuck? amanda am i making this difficult for you
2: no i'm going green knight i i did really like the humans but the, the green knight there's just this yeah. whole idea of like honor versus goodness and a, a mm-hmm. man having to learn this lesson and i oof yeah holy shit the
0: green knight is probably better it's probably better i, I can just understand really, why really people like fucking hate it
2: too it's one of those ones that i'm like yeah. i had to show these two movies to my parents i know they're gonna fucking hate the green knight but it doesn't mean that the green knight is not like a work of art in a lot of ways yeah. but
0: i think it's my favorite david lowry movie too uh art okay. where are you going with this matchup
2: Hell yeah, you are. Green Knight, baby. I don't know Let's how go. I didn't realize that he's the same director as a ghost story. I don't know how I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, it makes Dragon. a lot
0: of sense when Pete's you put them together. It does make sense when you put them together.
2: Yeah.
0: Damn, man. All right. Sean Baker versus Coconata. It's Red Rocket against After Yang. Arturo, are you going with After Yang on this one? Yep.
2: Gang, gang, no, Yang,
1: what? gang, gang, gang. Yang, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> uh director wise i what is columbus columbus what, what uh columbus. was that yeah, neon oh. uh, that's a good
0: question i feel like it is is it neon so
2: it is, well, I, I, is I don't know why i assumed
0: it,
1: it was like a24 or something but um if it is I, uh, the... now i'm thinking about that one wondering like if that would have been uh, on the bracket or not but i'm going after Yang.
2: say I, it's definitely not no? anything big because it's not telling me.
0: Sundance Institute to... on Wiki, at least. Yeah. Damn, Sundance he is... released it himself.
2: That's, that's why they play it as the test movie every year.
0: There
1: you oh. go.
2: They own it 100%. Well, dead to rights. Well, rightful,
1: okay. Rightfully so, because that's yeah. that type of movie. It is a fantastic way to get in. Cinemo. And this, I think, put it to the next level after you
0: for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, all three of us. Nice. Sweet.
0: Uh, let's talk about Everything Everywhere All at Once versus Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, the movies that divided the Daniels household. Because uh, his wife worked on Marcel the Shell. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Really? Yeah. Oh.
2: Interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Interesting. Uh, Amanda, are you going with the Oscar winner or the Oscar nominee?
2: I am going with the winner, I, I, I think. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I, I'll join you with that. Are, are you also going to go with Everything Everywhere? Marcel. Ooh, okay. So <laughs> that means you
2: think bodies? Do you like bodies, bodies, bodies more than everything, ever a at once? Which would be totally fine. Yes. I can see why. Cool. Yes. That's totally fine. I need to watch it again because I am upset that I don't like bodies, bodies, bodies as much as you. Like I'm genuinely <laughs> upset about it.
1: I just, I just want people to join in, in
2: the love. I wanted to. Okay. But, Speaking come of joining on, in the man. love, it's after <laughs> you That's can't do
0: that. That's bogus, bro.
2: You can't fucking do this. After Sun is beautiful.
1: Noah Baumbach made a film in 2022 (laughs) that really encompassed uh, the pandemic and uh, family and really capitalism as a whole. And I'm going white noise. Fuck,
0: man. Are you really going white noise here? Thank God,
2: Zach. Please, for the love of God, be on my (laughs) side. Charlotte Wells, man. After Sun. The fucking, this glimpse, this glimpse of a childhood past this 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 trying to get to the bottom of a situation she never could have understood mm-hmm. when she was a child looking back at it now versus whatever the fuck Noah Bomback was trying to do after marriage story
0: <laughs> like <laughs> i could troll and go white noise here i wouldn't You, you don't, don't even have to troll just listen to your heart don't
3: do it <laughs>
0: Come on, man. I kind of like After Sun, man. After Sun's a good movie. Thank
2: you. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Come on. What are the After Cuties going to think? What do the After Cuties want? It's why you let Waves win. It's why you got to let After Sun win now.
0: I I don't think the Inner Cuties will will let us live uh, down not going with After Sun there.
1: Hey, look, if they've watched an hour and 17 minutes, they're chill. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Amanda, are you going with close over yeah. Bo's afraid? Yeah, I fucking am. All right. Well, Art and I are going Bo's afraid. I think
2: that's fine. Hey, for real nice. <laughs> that's
3: fine.
0: Not- uh, so let's it. talk about the oh, dreaded dear. 2023 matchup. Oh wow! Amanda successfully moved it from the first round to the second yeah, round. But I did what I we could. We gotta man. we gotta decide between talk to me and past lives. Move it think- to where Spring Breakers was. <laughs> He does
2: chronological uh, order because he's an asshole, yeah. I'm joking.
0: I, the rules are the rules, and I, I can't decide the rules. They're just the rules. Fair,
2: Spring Breakers and the Bling Ring is a perfect pe- like pairing. You can't. You yeah, can't. it is.
0: Yeah. Um, oh. Spoiler alert. These movies are going to be on our best films of 2023 yeah. uh, video at the end of the year. I think yeah. we all really loved all these films or both these films i gotta go past lives though i i'm sorry no I, you don't I, have
2: to apologize like that they're is, both so fucking yeah. good
0: yeah i mean past lives is just the type of movie that i prefer um and even though talk to me is like the best version of that kind of movie the just the the beauty in the construction of past lives the the way that certain lines of dialogue have resonated with me since I saw it months ago. Mm -hmm. I love past lives so much, so I'm voting past lives. Will either of you make a stand or will you continue to ride the fence and be uncommitted
2: Dude, this is Make tough. Make a
0: recommendation. This is
2: tough because both of these are movies of the style that I love. I love mm-hmm. movies with, like, romantic undertones that are actually, like, really kind of, like, profound in a way that some people might think, like, this is just a basic life experience. Who gives a fuck? Everybody gives a fuck. And there's past it...
1: lives. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then talk to me. Art's talking about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies being, like the, proto, like, the perfect Gen Z movie. Talk to me is, like, right in there. Talk to me is fucking oh, right in there yes. with what it's doing. And it's doing it so fucking well. It's, this is hard. This is a fucking. I like hard. talk to
1: me more than bodies, bodies, bodies to tell you how difficult yeah, it is.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. This is fucking tough. Cause I genuinely think that past lives is so beautiful. And just moving, and I know, I had—I think it was ahead on my Sundance list, but I want to give some love to talk to me, man. Like, I don't know what it is. That ending is just going to, that ending is going to stay with me for the rest of my fucking life. But, like, past lives ending is probably going to stay with me for the rest of my fucking life, too. This is, I actually don't and know. Past I'm going to give it to talk to me. I'm going to give it to talk to me.
1: You know, Zach told us we weren't doing our best of the year so far until Thursday, so this seems like a roundabout way. You yeah. already have a listing out there, but... I think I would put past lives ahead of Talk To Me in terms of the best I of the year couldn't. so far. And I it's just couldn't. to showcase how strong of a year it is, how strong of a lineup A24 has had. Yeah. And I am astonished that they just won the Academy Award. And they just released a movie that's probably, I don't know the math, uh, like three to four times better than better.
2: that. Movie. Better. Better. Um. So,
1: and I love that movie. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, I, I I'm have been surprised, Zach, only... and I have been dis- yeah, I'm going talk to me just because I want some love out there, and it I does really deserve it
0: to. at least a vote here. It's so look, I want to check good. something here.
1: If it's past lives, talk to me with a beat bow. Talk to me with a beat after sun. Yeah, what's the next one
0: up, up there? Uh, where are we going?
2: Yes, I would have probably. It- I would have yes. put, abo- put it above. I would have put it above. After Yang, right? it's probably never, like everywhere. on point. Uh, yeah. I would have put it above Green Knight. I would have put it above. Yeah. Uncut. I would put it above. I, I, I would have put it above of
1: Uncut. I really? would Honestly, probably. I think it stops it, at Midsommar for me.
2: I I'd have to rewatch them side to side. I do think Midsommar is like better overall, but like the fucking ending of Talk to Me, man, is like.
0: Yeah. Whoo- the ending of Midsommar I mean, though. I know. Yeah, I it, know
2: it's so rough, but.
0: <clears> that and, that should just be like evidence enough that we feel that strongly about yeah, that. Talk it, to it is to me really would one of go the great. A
2: lot further if the bracket was different, and we just yeah, need people yeah. to understand that. But now at least I know that Bo's yeah, getting Zach. knocked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're up to the best 16 A24 movies. We'll go back to the top and talk about Enemy versus A Most Violent Year. Art, I bring it back to you. Are you going with Denis or JC?
1: I don't like Chandor, Denny. That is Denis not my favorite director. How does the line go? I'm going to fix the line for the next one. Hopefully you guys make it. I'm going Enemies.
2: <laughs> enemy.
0: Enemy. No way. Both enemy. There's enemy. no way. I haven't this seen a most violent year. She hasn't seen a most violent so year. So it so has I, to be oh, enemy. By yeah, <laughs> by default. Thank yeah. you. Look, I'll go with most violent year. I, I guess, but uh, yeah, Amanda, I catch up with that movie. It's. Really I will.
2: Movie. I was going to, but somebody changed. I them. know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. It's my fault. And uh, I. And act- honestly,
2: then if we hadn't been delayed, if I had known how long the delay was going to be, I could have snuck it in there tonight. But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's okay.
0: That's we'll be recording this in whenever you rewatch order. it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It is, again, it's all my fault. Uh, X Machina versus Swiss Army Man. Uh, Swiss Army Man is still my running favorite. I, I love that movie Swiss a lot, even though X Army X Machina is great. Right, is it a clean sweep, Amanda? You joining us still? Yeah,
2: I am. I do. St- yeah, I love X Machina, but Swiss Army
0: Man. We're getting closer to a potential Dan- nice. all Daniels finals. Damn. Damn. Uh, Moonlight versus Ladybird, the iconic Barry Jenkins film versus the iconic Greta Gerwig film. Uh, I feel like this was kind of a, announced, both of them, as filmmakers that need to be taken seriously. Uh, Art, which one are you going to go with here? You know,
1: in my final years of film school, they made us watch Moonlight in every single class that I had because every single course that I was taking made us study Moonlight. Because technically I was taking, like, the second, third, and fourth year courses at the same time. I have overstudied this movie that I know it (laughs) forwards and backwards, and I respect the hell out of it. Because I believe both of you are going, Lady Bird, I'm going to give it to Moonlight, but I like what Zach said. I love Lady Bird. We compare uh, Peel, Eggers, and uh, Aster. Yeah. I like that comparison that you made. Uh, for Barry and for Greta, they almost mm-hmm. came in in that same like double XL freshman year, uh, right. during that around that same time. So uh, one of us has to give it to Moonlight. I'm gonna give it to Moonlight.
0: It does your answer change if I say I'm gonna go Moonlight?
1: Because
2: I'm going Ladybird.
0: Stop. Go Ladybird, bro. I was, dude. I was gonna go Moonlight from the start. I, I, I love Ladybird, but I think Moonlight is just like a really gorgeously put together film uh i i find it or breaks you my to the heart every time screwed. i mean come on man bruh it, it, it's incredible and again a beautiful beautifully shot film i i would edge it towards moonlight but does that does That's that fair. change your plans no not
1: necessarily uh, like you i this this it's my film school damn near yeah. this was the this was the one that made it so it's like yeah but i right. i would i love ladybird
0: all right, Amanda. Why are we why are we wrong here? Why is it Ladybird?
1: Again,
2: I just sat down and I watched Moonlight and La La Land back and back to back, and I prefer La, <laughs> La La Land. La La La. So it's just like one of those things that I'm like hurt for La La Land getting the fake out. Ooh,
0: <laughs> it's a just one. allegiance to Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hereditary versus Under the Silver Lake. I feel like everything that Under the Silver Lake goes up against is like one of your darlings, Arturo, and you just That's have crazy, to keep right? killing them. In That's order to insane. keep voting for Under the Silver Lake. It ends here. Hereditary, baby. Nice. I'm going
2: go to silver. <laughs> I'm <gonna> go <laughs> Silver. I'm going to go Silver.
1: She's really about Emma Stone.
3: <laughs> Even
2: with
0: Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Hereditary as yeah, well I here. You um, oh, yeah. yeah. No,
2: I, I have no problem with that.
0: I get it. Yeah. Yo,
1: shout uh, out Under the Silver Lake. I appreciate the love mm-hmm. y'all gave it this episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, God bless so you.
0: Uh, but even though I voted for Ari Aster in the last matchup, I can't do it here. Midsummer versus Uncut Gems. I, I love Aww. Uncut Gems. That movie is so good. It, every frame of it feels perfect to me. So why are you not voting for it?
2: Because Midsummer is Ari Aster's best movie, in my opinion. If Hereditary is going on, Midsummer has to go on. It
1: has to go on. Bro. It has to go on. It's just absolutely beautiful in every sense. Oof. I just look. Mid Star 7 doesn't movies. have
0: Kevin Garnett.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah,
0: no, you're right. <laughs> but imagine if it did. <laughs> yeah, it'd be mean, that much better. All um, right. Uh, the Green Knight versus After Yang. Two really beautiful Wow, patient this is films. actually good.
1: Okay. This is good. Um, yeah.
0: <clears throat> Art, do you have a preference?
1: Hmm. After Yang. Yeah, after Yang.
2: Yang, gang, all the way for me
0: yeah it's just a really beautiful film i think i think just a little bit uh something something about it just feels a little bit more singular to me than the green knight
3: yeah
0: okay let's talk about everything everywhere all at once versus after sun amanda which one of these favorites from last year are you going with
2: i'm actually going to go after sun I love them Ooh, both, really? but I think I'm actually going to give it to After Sun. I don't know. After Sun's just one of those ones that the more I think about, the more I'm like, man, that was really mm-hmm. fucking beautiful self-reflection. I, I like that a lot.
0: All right, Arturo. Which way are you going? Mom, m-
1: mama's boy. Everything everywhere all at once,
0: baby. Of course. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that as well. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean just,
2: just accept that.
0: I, I just love the Daniel <laughs> style, even if I prefer *First Army*, man. It's so good. Uh, all right, Bo is afraid versus Past <laughs> Lives. So, Art, we're going with Bo is afraid. No, please don't do this. Queen, to me. sweet. You can't. Bo is afraid can't. for me. Bo is afraid for me.
2: Fuck you. Are you really
0: gonna go, Bo? Because like, come you on, man.
2: Son of a bitch. You know no. you don't.
1: like. You're supposed yeah. to say it with me, bro. No, fuck Bo. No. <laughs> I can't. I, I I
0: feel I feel too obligated to actually doing the better movie. Uh, I ca- even as a meme, go. I can't. I would have switched it.
1: it at the end, bro. But I needed those four seconds. <laughs> of when oh, Bo man. thinks he should have drank it with water and he didn't
0: God. oh man it's so good if it was just the first act of Bo was afraid we'd have a real competition here
2: yeah mm-hmm. fucking dog shit progression of a movie sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Swiss Army Man versus enemy Arturo are you going with Denis or Daniels
1: I remember the quote I don't love Denny movies because he's my favorite director. He's my favorite director because I love (laughs) Denny's movies every single time. I'm so curious to revisit how, if they even went up against each other, how this went in our last one. Because Enemy is one of those movies that I don't even know who to recommend it to. Because the way that Amanda was talking about a ghost story, where it just connects to you in a way where it's like, nah, we're not even talking about movies anymore. We're talking about, like, it reaching you to to an emotional core Mm. that, like, I, like it get really personal. That's Enemy for me. Jake Gyllenhaal is one of my favorite performers. I think this is one of his best perform. Like it's a double performance. Yes. I, 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 the visuals in this, the direction in this, all of it, and the tone. Look, maybe tomorrow I go Swiss Army Man, but today I'm going Enemy.
0: Wow, you're going against the winner of the original A twenty four bracket. Amanda.
2: You've been voting rough. for both
0: these movies.
2: I have been. And I think this is the first time Enemy is going up against something I've actually seen. But um, Shit, I do really like Enemy. But I do also really like Swiss Army Man. Oh, this is a fucking struggle. Uh, hey,
1: look, look, I'm happy it came this far. I, I never expect Enemy to ever make it this far. I'm just glad we've been able you know to discuss what? it. If you have not seen Enemy, please watch Enemy.
2: I like Taylor Swift for going Swiss Army, man. Fuck Jake chillin <laughs> <out>. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, What is it, Fearless? No, speak now. Taylor's version. Come no, 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 out so- no,
2: no, no. That's John Mayer. It's red. It already came out. Jake's True, already got bad. his slander. He got uh, a 10-minute version it, and a it, short it's film. A, oh,
1: that's right. No, he, he didn't get the, the, the well. Don't Attack Him, right? Yep, he got the Oscar campaign and stuff. He got the, well. <laughs> the fuck. Oh, damn.
0: All right. I'm going to Swiss Army Man as well. So that is the end of the road for Enemy. Uh, and Swiss guys. Army Man makes the final four. Let's talk about Moonlight versus Hereditary. These are probably two of the most famous A24 movies. If you ask as people, they be. like, what is the I24 movie that you remember or love the most? These are probably going to be two of the most common answers. Uh, Amanda, which one is the one that deserves to go on to the final four?
2: Hereditary in my opinion hereditary like that i'm gonna there's yeah like i said i seen it once and once was actually enough there's not a damn yeah. thing about that movie i forget i you know like
0: yeah it is is very expertly done uh, arturo is that your pick as well
1: moonlight ended my uh film student <laughs> <laughs> uh span and hereditary began this whole youtube thing yeah. so yeah hereditary baby
0: Let's go. Yeah, I'll I'll throw one vote to Moonlight's Way because it is such a beautifully told story uh, in different parts. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're also seeing uh, the actors that we first saw in Moonlight come blossom into really beautiful careers. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I love that movie. Yeah, Uh, but Hereditary is also excellent. But will Ari Gaster get two movies in the final four Midsummer versus After Yang? Arturo, start
1: us off. That would be crazy if Somar went after the other one because I think that's what's about to happen, baby. Somar introduced most of the world to what I consider the next generation of the best actors working today.
0: Mm. That's fair. I I really love Midsomar. I, I like I said. I think it's my favorite Ari Aster film. So I'm gonna join you, man. I, as much as I thank think- you. After Yang is like an achingly beautiful film and it kind is. of presents memory in this way that I'd never considered it before. I'm just haunted by Midsummer, so I. That's two votes at yeah. least. Amanda, Midsummer wins this matchup, but are you going to throw some love to I'll, After Yang? I'll
2: toss a vote to After Yang, even though like if it was coming down to what I'd vote. I'd vote Midsummer. Yeah.
0: yeah, good dance sequence. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing dance sequence. Amazing. So, may, is it the winner for best? A twenty-four credits. We'd have to like dive deeper into that because mm. Green Knight has good credits too.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. It's up there.
0: Maybe. Up there. All right. Everything, everywhere, all at once versus past lives, the best picture winner from last year's movies versus a probable best picture nominee from this year's movies. I don't want to jinx it, but kind of feels like that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh Amanda, are you going with last year's favorite or what's Bound to be this year's.
2: Past lives.
0: Yes. I agree with you. I as much as I uh love everything everywhere all at once. You know, we were recommending past lives on the podcast recently, and we I, I was singling out the um I just want to do laundry I in another letter, I'd love to do laundry and taxes with you. Oh, so and good. that if you could just expand that feeling into a whole movie, it would be past lives.
2: Yeah, I actually very much agree with that statement. Yeah, that's yeah.
3: Oof. Oof.
0: art a
1: clean sweep yeah i mean i was lucky enough to see the premiere of both amanda and i saw past lives together yeah. when it premiered at sundance we did i came out loving everything everywhere with four stars maybe inkling to four and a half i came out four and a half easily yeah. now i am gonna say to five you're four for past for, lives
2: yeah your four for everything is low for everything is yeah. it your four rating I mean, is low like if people, we go by
0: Letterbox curves, then yeah, like yeah, it's that is four point fives and fives for a lot yeah, of people. across the board, man. What, what's the so average?
2: Low. Um, it's low compared to like when when you especially I think now you've gotten to like everybody that's gonna hate it has come in too, but like early on. Oh. You were low. Oh, like
1: everyone's giving it a five? Yeah, yeah, like... I guess I hated it.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, shit, he hated it. Like, I got five, so, five, four and a half, five, 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 four and a half. Even, like, so, YM- YMS gave it a four and a half.
0: Whoa. So right now, on Letterboxd, both past lives and everything everywhere all at once are averaging a 4.3.
2: With the fives, like, to the fucking moon, you know?
0: Yeah, on everything, so, particularly. Yeah, yeah. Well, so.
1: I had to be a four because I gave past lives a 4.5. Hell yeah,
0: and you I do. <laughs> All right, so our final four A24 movies are Swiss Army Man, Hereditary, Midsommar, and Past Lives. We were that close to having two Daniels movies and two Ari Aster movies in the final four. Yeah, which is probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, you I cannot. feel like that was maybe a good decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Both let's favorites. start it out with Swiss Army Man and Hereditary. Arturo, these are two of the early Sundance loves for you so which one are you going to go with here to make the finals hereditary hereditary any particular reason
1: yeah I think uh, it is a family drama that just turned itself into a horror it is it's literally this movie it's the agony and misery of Bo is Afraid done Done in a genre film yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what yes yes I will agree in the most effective way And I like if you, I mean, I can get way deeper into it, but I think just the themes of that generational trauma coming down, like I was saying earlier, it makes it such an exceptional movie that I think uh, it's going to last with us a long time. Uh, I'll put it to you this way. It's up there with Rosemary's Baby to me. And Mm -hmm. I think Rosemary's Baby is a certified classic uh, when it comes to cinema. Um, And that's what hereditary is going to be for generations to come.
0: It's hard to argue against a lot of that and I was just trying to decide whether or not this Tony Collette performance is the best performance we have left. It is. The Florence Pugh one's really good too, Ooh. but I think the Tony Collette one edges it. Um Crazy. all that said, I'm still going Swiss oh! Army man. I just really really respond to the way the movie mixes Uh, Absurd comedy and ridiculous setups with like deeply emotional moments and trauma and pain. I I love that high-low mix that just feels like really effective to me. It it was a revelation for me when I saw it. So uh, I'm going to go with Swiss Army Man and leave the tough choice to Amanda. Uh,
2: That's hard. Um Fuck, man, because I agree with everything Art's saying about Hereditary, but I also know that, like, you know what? I saw that once. I've never felt the need to watch it again, so I'm like, (laughs) oh, fuck, man. I'm
1: almost when Tony? But do you remember when Tony Collette says, take that face off your face? I do. Don't look at me with that face on your face. Don't
2: look at me with that face on your face. Really good line. And she deserved an Oscar for that, but.
1: Hell, yeah, she did
2: dude but i still like midsummer more so like
1: that's fair
0: i'm
2: going i'm gonna go to army man i'm sorry yes i really do love
0: hereditary i really do but look it won the first bracket it had to make the finals come on i'm sorry Eh.
2: (laughs) and now it loses (laughs) Uh,
0: all right so we're up we're going to midsummer versus past lives are, are, is is this recency bias, bias or are we going with Midsomar here?
2: I'm going past lives, I think. Man, that I lean more towards that. Just something about like, I know that that's going to like emo- emotionally hit me every time I watch mm-hmm. it for the rest of my life. It's just one of those things. I know it's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Midsummer is going to hit me the way it does every time, and I do like it the most out of all of his movies, but um, I don't know, man. I'm just going to go with the the feels. I'm going with the feels, and I feels Past Lives.
0: Arturo, what do you think?
1: We've had enough time with it, and I don't think having Past Lives win is a bad thing at all, even with recency bias, because it is that great of a movie. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It is going to make the tops all the time. Yeah. But I've had it's enough good. time with Midsummer. And to me, you were saying another movie was a certified classic? No. To me, Midsommar is a made A24, the global brand that it is now. People Mm. see flowers and they associate it with a new Midsommar movie. People who shouldn't even be watching these types of films went to Midsommar. It's the reason so many people were disappointed in this thing right here. Because they gave Midsommar a chance and still thought to give this man money for a three-hour cut. I think Midsommar. Is the best A24 movie out of this bracket right now.
2: Really? Because I know so many people who like, I thought more people saw Hereditary than Midsommar. And I feel like people like l- either learned their lesson or liked it and went back for more. I think that was like that was the at least here that was the sentiment. Like I told someone I'm that I liked it, much And then when I saw it a second time in theaters, they were there, and I had to apologize to them after that. I told them it was a good movie because I could tell how bothered they were watching it, which is actually like Excellent. a lot of points in its direction. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's rough. I wouldn't be upset with either of these winning. They're they're both good in Florence, man. But uh, yeah.
1: Again, I'm also going with time. We always say recency bias, but I think time is also a bias as well.
0: I do. I am like going with the yes. longevity
1: of you know that a movie has had, but past lives totally. will have that too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the I thing. I want to leave it to Zach.
0: <laughs> as much as like I I want to like guard against recency bias, we've seen this film like half a year ago at this point. Yep. Like it's it's been a yep. while. We've marinated over it, and, and it hasn't like gotten any lesser in my in my mind in my in retrospect for me I still just completely adore past lives and maybe it is just like a a personal preference in terms of the types of movies that I look for I agree, the types yeah. of movies that I really respond to but I am gonna go with past lives and and you know I know there's people who, who love Midsommar who will probably feel weirdly about it I, I hope you all at least give past I, lives yeah. a chance if you haven't uh, but I look, it made film. our final four for a reason. It's an amazing masterpiece of a film, but mm-hmm. I really, really love Past Lives. Are you going to be okay with that? I'm going to be honest. Bo is love, making me look I love worse past upon lives. his past work. Yeah
1: stop Not joking say that. not quite
2: not quite almost almost though I'm like no huh. but it's
1: such an audacious movie I don't blame you for thinking that I don't know yeah. what is wrong with them
2: there's like two sides there's like I'm so glad it's they're ridiculous. willing to let Nauter director just do whatever the fuck they want and I'm on the side yeah. of like you know what sometimes it's good to have someone to tell you no sometimes it's good to tell you rain it the fuck in <laughs> dumbass but I, say, I literally I say the same thing to Quentin Tarantino now that unfortunately his main editor died it's like somebody just needs to tell you no it's, Christopher Nolan, like, anyway.
0: Dang, bro, I'm looking at... He's too no young as in Swiss his career Army. to be that far along, too. Let Ari Aster cook, Amanda. Let I him will. cook, bro. He's
2: too early in his career to be cooking like this. Like, we're fine letting, you know, Scorsese do his three hours, whatever the fuck he wants. Ari Aster is three movies in. Scorce- he should not be there yet.
1: Scorsese gave him the, the, the leg up there as well. I know. I'm curious right now that we, we have her. Swiss Army, the previous um, uh, Daniels movie. But mm-hmm. I'm looking at that score that y'all were talking about. That that is, yeah, that is a pretty, pretty hefty curve at yes. the end right there for everything everywhere all at once. Zach, having everything everywhere all at once here, considering you gave that the same score as past lives, would there be a difference there before we break this down?
0: Like, would because I go? We did... Would you go? Everything Swiss Army everywhere, won
1: the last but... one, but as much as you've been rooting for Swiss Army Man, don't you think everything everywhere is the better Daniels movie? No, do I, you I think? I, so... I guess what I'm asking.
0: I still think Swiss Army Man is the better movie. I know I'm not necessarily in the majority there, but I just respond more to the the way Swiss Army Man is put together. I feel like there's certain elements to how like scrappy and tactile and ridiculous that one is uh, that I don't know. It 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 works better for me than uh, Everything Everywhere, even though I really love Everything Everywhere. So uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to see Swiss Army Man here in the finals. Uh, up against past lives but this is a very hard decision for me is this the final two this is the final final two two. and it's not what i think most people would assume are the final two in an 824 bracket but this is our bracket and it is beautiful um (laughs) art i'll let you make the first cut is it going to be past lives or swiss army man
1: we never got to do an a24 bracket with everything everywhere i do think everything everywhere slights out swiss army men just a little bit and i think past lives is better than everything everywhere so i'm going past lives
3: I'm going <laughs> the midsummer
2: has the <laughs> greatest <laughs> no i'm sorry i agree like it's it's rough there's so many of these movies that i w- i would easily say should be the number 1 a24 movie for mm-hmm. whatever reason like theoretically hereditary should probably be considered the best a 24 movie Thank you, because
3: what?
2: it is the a 24 movie it is the one that like that everybody thinks about elevated horror like, and they think elevated she's changing her she's
0: changing A24. it's like, i'm not like,
2: but it's just like it should theoretically win even if it's not my favorite a yeah. 24 movie. and on a
0: different day maybe it would have and if the bracket breaks a little differently if we put too, some of the movies yeah. that were honorable mentions in the bracket and take others off you know it 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 not a it's not an exact science, yeah. but, it, but that, it makes sense to me.
2: Midsommar still would have beat it to me because I like Midsommar more than I like Hereditary, even if I acknowledge in my head Hereditary probably is like the A24 movie. But uh, yeah, for this one, I'm going past lives as well. I think we're, because I like both of these movies so much, but I, I do think I'm going to go past All lives. Right.
0: I don't feel I don't feel bad oh, about you past lives for winning this Swiss bracket. Army. I Somebody's going gotta to. represent the yeah. winner of the last bracket, man. I love Swiss Army, man. I don't good. know if sure? like you asked me to pick my favorite A twenty-four movie That's and right. you gave me all sixty-four. I don't know if I would choose it. But given the way this broke down. I don't know, man. I just have such a soft spot for Swiss Army men. Oh, um, Man. Past lives, past lives is the better movie. I don't know. I, I it, it's a little Warriors won last year. But... Don't mean you got to give them a love <laughs> this here. <laughs> you know, That's fine. True. I'll give the clean sweep <laughs> to past lives. Everybody should check out this movie. Past lives is like the main reason I think we are redoing this A twenty four bracket. And talk to me. Talk and to talk me. to me. Uh, but yeah, it, it is so good and so i not So really quickly I would just like to talk chance. about
2: our sponsor, Past Lives Joke, and Joker. they did not pay <laughs> us they make us. the they didn't joke. Pay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they didn't pay us. I like it's damn.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel good about it. Past Lives yeah. is a beautiful movie.
2: It is. I don't know if I expected it to go all the way, but
0: Me either.
1: I mean, no, it I it expected is... it to go pretty far. I just Yeah.
2: But I think it's just the way the bracket shit There's just shook others out. that Yeah. There's others that I
1: think with the longevity that they've had. I don't know if y'all have a top five, because I know mm-hmm. since the last one, there has been a, a literal whole other half. Um, so I'll kind of go through mine as, as y'all get yours ready. And in no particular order, I'm just looking at the left side and the other side, building a top five for me. I know for a fact, Hereditary goes in there in terms of all of the brand new movies that have been out um, since the beginning of A24. But honestly, a lot of them come from this, this recent side over here. Hereditary, Midsommar, I'm also going to add, as I'm scrolling down this list over here, oh, maybe Bodies, 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 I'd put in there. Past Lives. The
0: top five. Talk damn. to me.
1: Yeah. They would go in there. Which, again, to think that I would have you know favorites that I've had like mid-90s in the second half. Uh, Ex Machina. Swiss Army has somehow mm-hmm. now been in my second half. All because they've been beat out by the newer movies that we've had at mm. this point, but... If it's directors making better movies, then that's the whole point of A24. And that's what I like to see. Them bringing back talent that they've had, that they've showcased, and and are now doing even better. Damn, Uncut Gems 2, bro. Like It's hard. It's yeah. a whole list.
0: I, I um, think I threw together well, a quick know. top five if uh, you Shoot. want me to go first, Amanda. Yeah, go
3: for
2: it.
0: Um, so at number five, I'll put Swiss Army Man. I, I still really love that film. It's still my favorite film from Daniels. At number four, we overlooked it, but... I think the lobster is really good. Yep, I noticed. really enjoy it. It's so twisted and dark. Uh, great Colin Farrell performance in that too. Uh, I got past lives at three. New, but it's great and won the bracket for a reason. I have Bo Burnham's eighth grade at number two. Really, Take me to to say that yeah. film. inside
1: for a second. I don't even know why. <laughs>
0: it would be high up on this bracket too, but I don't think that's a 24. And then uh, number one, I'm going on cut gems. I love that safety brothers movie so much. I think it's a masterpiece. So yeah, uh, I got uncut gems. Amanda, I don't know if you have a list together yet.
2: Dude, I don't know what order they'd be in, but I would probably <sighs> go cares? talk to me past lives and talk to me. Talk to me is really good, but it might be a little bit recency. It's hard to say. Uh, talk to me past lives. Um, where did it go? I had them. I, I'm going to go After Sun. I really fucking love After Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, under the Silver Lake. If you Lake. want to take
0: a minute to kind of collect it, I can also just cut around, too.
2: That's okay. We'll go Under the Silver Lake, and then uh, I had the other one. Where did it go? Um, yeah, we'll go so Man. So Man. Nice. Or Midsummer. one of the, those two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Zach, yours is uncut gems for sure. Like, that's your top spot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't see mm. any of them really... Overtaking yeah. that, I just really responded to that movie. It's I love it's, the Daniels. Involves so many of the things that I love. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. good. Uncut, oh, easily. Uh, I love the Daniels. It's it's Ari for me. The Midsommar Hereditary thing; those have been my favorites. Mm. Easily, that that to me is a twenty-four. Amanda, I
2: agree. I agree with you. If I'm talking like, what do I think when I think a twenty-four? I do think Midsummer. I think Hereditary. Right.
1: Not oh. Harmony Corinne? <laughs> spring Break. <laughs> it's
2: Spring Break, actually, but. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. There's a lot of highlights. So many, so many good ones. And then some that yeah. I just don't want to do. studio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so bad. But and I have a feeling yeah. we're gonna continue talking about them a lot. Yeah. They're doing all right.
2: Yeah. I at least respect for the most part, I at least respect the ones I don't like.
0: Yeah. I mean part. it's they consistently support bold visions from interesting filmmakers. That's exactly and it. even if you don't respond to it, it's cool that these are movies that are getting made and that it seems to have result in a successful model because they are doing really well for themselves so uh, yeah we'll, we'll continue to talk about these and maybe when they release another 32 or 64 great movies we'll have to revisit the bracket try uh, doing it the I
2: opposite th- way go most recent versus oldest and go backwards yeah. like
0: no, that no, no 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 no, no, alphabetical Not true what chaos about, like, by like letterbox popularity I was thinking about yeah, trying that yeah
2: letterbox popularity probably actually makes quite a bit of sense but
1: but IMDb250
0: Let us know how we should organize our next bracket (laughs) in the comments down below. Let us know your favorite A24 movie in the comments down below. And check out our social media to download the A24 bracket for yourself and send us a copy of your winners. I'm always fascinated to know what the inner cuties choose, not just like what they choose to win overall, but what they choose in all the different matchups. Because, you know, the brackets break in really interesting ways and just figuring out people's final fours is is cool to see so yeah head over to intercut pod on the various social media streams and uh send us a bracket but i think Unless that's it's about climax <laughs> then don't send us you don't a want bracket. to see it
2: i don't
1: want to see it i don't even just unsubscribe, <laughs> even, just
0: unsubscribe. <laughs> i'm kind of curious to know what Who the bracket would be if somebody top? yeah yeah <laughs> if you if your number one movie is climax definitely send in the bracket Whoa. you can tag me <laughs> uh any more thoughts on twenty four or should we wrap this one up Nice. Perfect.
2: Oh, I think that's it, man. Like They're All right. They're that studio.
0: Yeah. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us for another Bracket. Uh, we'll have you on for... Well, actually, people are seeing this after we already posted our best movies and best TV of the year so far. Oh, there you go. But we're recording it before. Hell yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, where yeah. can people find more from you?
2: Oh, from me. I just want to say, Karsten Runquist might have climax at the top of his a24 oh I because exactly he loves, he loves I'm it subscribe. look at that five of five on that shit Ooh, um, I'm gonna you mute can it. find me
0: we'll favorite A24 movies yeah. too yeah uh,
2: you can find me at Amanda the Jedi uh, on YouTube uh, Instagram Twitter I'm on that a lot uh, Letterboxd Twitch and probably a lot of other places at Amanda the Jedi
0: cool art where can people find more from you
1: you can find me at LME movies on Instagram Twitter YouTube and uh, right here with both being extra afraid. Stop.
0: <laughs> uh, you can find more from me <laughs> on Twitter or Letterboxd at zshevich or on YouTube and TikTok at Multiplex Show, and find more from Intercut. At Intercut Pod across different social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever have you. Uh, you can also listen to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud or Spotify, whatever your favorite podcatcher is. And subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see our determined faces and kind of like somewhat tired it's been a long day i think for all of us faces as we talk about the and latest in it. entertainment find new episodes of intercut streaming every monday and please leave us a comment like the video consider heading over to itunes to give us that much requested five star review and shout out to our listeners in the u.s for putting us on the film oh. review like place. yeah it's a pretty cool country good country to come visit sometime <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes sometimes um check us out on social media, follow us on Patreon or support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash intercut pod to get updates and, uh, behind the scenes access as well as access to our monthly Patreon Google hangouts. Uh, you can also get updates by following us on different social media, uh, throughout the week from art, from me, from Amanda, from all the guests that we feature here on intercut. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, look at all my shit. Shirts every color.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not in front of my shell. (laughs)